So, when we last left our, our band of fearless airlift um, <laughs> adventurers, we had, for, for the moment, beaten the rap, uh, gotten out on bail, and we're now uh, in a position to either improve our situation or flee the environment <laughs> or whatever you wanted to do. Now, you had left before he had gotten out, right? I was there for the arraignment. trial, the arraignment. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, at that point, I, I think you were you were let out, right? I was let out, but I don't know whether me and you were going to meet. I don't know. Cause I, was admit, I, was in, I was in court, remember? And then the judge said, oh, back again? And I said, yeah, but I'm in a better seat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I remember all that. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, w- I wasn't sure whether you might have left or come uh, before the the, the, the final arraignment. No, 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 I had arrived before the arraignment and stayed throughout as a yeah. character witness if needed. Okay. And also as kind of, um, if they asked for any people to speak on behalf of him at the countersuit, mm-hmm. if that was going to be heard at the same time or a different time. That's going to be at 7 o'clock that night. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's The, the countersuit is at 7 o'clock. So, and, it, and she said, you don't have to be there for that. I'm going to be there. I'm just going to but go down you, to... Yeah, but I'm, she, yeah. she's basically saying that if you're involved in something else, mm-hmm. that, you know, that's a, then you don't have to kill yourself or somebody else. In order to get back to the arraignment, mm-hmm. so all right, so you so we can assume that you two basically get out together. Okay. Okay. He waits for you, and you two can then. Now, I think we are like you're like a, like a day and or two days ahead of them right now. Yeah, I was two days ahead, and then I was going to go on the on the boat with the other guys. I'm driving the boat. Okay. So or at least with Day's character, right. Okay, so um, the boat because we don't have the bear there because I needed to right. rest from the from my wounds. Okay, um, so um, there's probably not unless we move very quickly. Uh, it's very unlikely that your character will actually have anything well. more to do tonight. Let, uh, but you're certainly welcome to play NPCs, okay, and such. You know, uh, I just wanted to get make sure you yeah. weren't sitting there waiting for your opportunity. Uh, Dave's also going to kind of be in that same situation since you're also you're also on the boat, right, Dave? Or did you come back? No, no. My understanding, I'm back on the boat. You're, you're, okay, you're back on the boat. So all right. right. So we're, you're both basically in the same situation. That unfortunately, the with the time in which you were uh, most involved. So we get, we basically got to get these guys caught up. So you leave. What's your plans? You know, any plans at all? Sasha's. Check, check the... Um, check right. The, okay, so you go over to Sasha's. She's busy, apparently, giving somebody a new one. <laughs> <laughs> a new what? And that's... Sus- we don't want to talk about it, but whatever it is, it's new. Okay. 
this is going to take uh, four more hours. So um, she tells you that, um, you know, I'll be glad to see you once I finish. Okay. Bring me back something from the Permani's uh, restaurant. You would recall that that was the place she went to that yeah. served the humongous sandwiches on Italian bread that had, you know, coleslaw and... Um, uh, and onion rings as part of the of the toppings. Do they do they do delivery? Oh, I'm sure they do. Anyone does delivery if you pay enough. Yeah. yeah. McDonald's will bring you pepperoni pizza. You but you're also right. You're currently in the downtown area, yeah. so it's not like you know. Okay. Well, I'll get one and I'll I'll bring I'll, I'll go order one and bring it back to her her shop. She's and, not going to eat it for another four hours. That's why she asked you to bring it back with you. Oh, she wants it fresh. Okay. No, she just wants it when she can eat it. Okay. <laughs> she's not. It's just not like a milkshake that she can suck through a straw while she's. No, 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 no. I was gonna, just going to sit in her refrigerator so she can eat it when she when she feels like. It's it. a hot sandwich. It's a hot. Uh, that's what I need right. to know. It's a hot sandwich or cold sandwich that she wants. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not with them. By the way, when we leave the courthouse, I go my own way. Okay, so I'll let him do his thing. But I'm just letting you know. I'm... All right. So after that, what are you going to do? Well, in four hours, we're going to have to go back to the courthouse anyway. So no, actually, you just got hours. out around. You got out relatively early. I mean, your your thing was like early in the morning. Oh, okay. It's not even noon yet. Okay. Well, then I'll, you I'll, got like five. You got, you got eight hours before you're supposed to be back. I'll I'll give myself a decent lunch and just just relax over relax and right. go into the. Op- she probably has an observation room yeah. for her for her. Um, for not her really. It's, 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 it's kind of eclectic in there, remember? Okay. Though I'm sure that if you wanted to, I'll, 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 I'll to put on that. a mask and sit on, sit on a on, on a on a high an adult sized high chair. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Um, okay. I'll put on a mask and a, a smock. All right. So he wants to sit there and watch her work. Yeah. All right. So uh, I go to somewhere I could find like a phone book or directory of local businesses. Okay. Uh, that would be in every phone booth. Okay. I I go to a phone booth. Okay. Uh, I look in there for anything dealing with um, like a, a game store, okay, or a puzzle shop, something like that. Oh, like a hobby shop. Like a hobby shop. Yeah. Do I find one that's in nearby? It's downtown Pittsburgh, so sure. You you uh, they're going to list stuff like in the in the big department stores. Like uh, I look um, for a not. Big department store. I'm looking for like a mom and pop, like you know, Uncle Jim's toy chest or something. Yeah, you're going to have to go out into like Shady Side. That's that's away from the point. Anything at all in downtown? Any small one-offs? Particularly, I'm I'm looking for kind of kind of like that place in North Lake Mall with the cards and collectibles. Yeah, with the the the, the stamp and coin place. Stamp and coin place, yes. Maybe. Yeah. uh, There is a there is a used bookshop that might have some stuff. Depends on what you're looking for. Well, um, in particular, I'm I'm looking for someone that can help me with this cipher or crypto booklet. I figure that if I go to a toy and game shop, they probably know someone who's good at puzzles. Okay. So seeing as how I don't have that kind of a contact in town, right. and I don't feel comfortable asking my contacts about it, okay. uh, my logic is the best place to go for that sort of a thing would be you know, somewhere that people generally figure out these little puzzles. Okay. I mean, I can't go to like Crossword Solvers Meetup Group or something. You know, like, what about the university? I mean, potentially, but I feel, there I feel like at, even at the university, I can't necessarily trust someone with this. I feel like 
uh, finding like a mom and pop reference, you know, hey, you have any friends that are really, you know, good at, you know, the words, best, word searches? Or too bad you didn't have this card and I right. can't play it on other be- people. The best, place, the best place you find is this place called Hobby World. Uh, that specializes in military, uh, RV, um, type, uh, like model miniatures, model miniatures and stuff like that. It's, however, just so you know, it's, it's, uh, right at the foot of the Boulevard of the Allies, right next to the Pittsburgh, uh, uh, Pittsburgh Press Building. Um, uh, I go slightly out of, I, I, I look at a couple places, I try and find ones that are in a similar vicinity outside of town. You said there's some on the north end? Yeah, if you go right. into, into Shady, uh, uh, Shadyside, uh, you'll find some others. So given that I've been in town for a while, um, is it named Shadyside because it's shaded or because it's actually like a bad borough? It's actually, it's, 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 it's a, it's a good name. It means okay. that the, there's nice houses with shady Trees okay. around them. So I, I find a taxi and I head up in that direction towards where a couple of them are clustered. That way, if I strike out at the first one, I have a fallback. Okay. Well, I was actually going to play a car for you. That makes it. No, no, I like this uh, this this train of. Okay. Okay. So, so you you ride out um, and uh, again you find yourself out in Shady Side. It's basically up Fifth Avenue, mm-hmm. uh, which as you go along, you see lots of streetcars going. Both directions, um, and you uh, end up. Uh, well, I take a couple pictures of the phone books of the names of the places because I do have a digital camera. Sure, we sure. Discuss. Okay, uh, and you get up there, and it's basically in, in the equivalent of a strip mall. Okay. Okay. Uh, as in, there's a, a number of small businesses in a row. Uh, Lacy's. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it, it's actually uh, uh, right next to another bookstore. And uh, and a and a sandwich shop and a gas station um, and a um, oh uh, not a hardware store but a um, uh, <sighs> home repair store. Right next to Hollywood. Yeah. Okay. So while I'm riding it, while I'm riding yeah. in the back of the taxi cab, oh. though, I take what's on one of the pages, like the you know one one zero two AF one, you know the whatever the cipher is. Yeah. Um, I take a segment of it starting at the beginning, and um, I jot down what's on one page on like a loose leaf piece of paper that I have. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't want to present this book. Right. I want to present the piece of paper I have, saying you know it's a code. I'm, I'm looking to see if somebody. Can, can assist in, okay, you know. Now maybe even putting forth like a prize pot if there's like a right. meetup or something. Now um, I'm not sure you remember what I said before, which was that when you looked through the book, you found that there were certain numbers Hard, on, yeah. that had been pressed in harder, and that it was possible that those numbers could act as a key. I intentionally uh, then with those, um, I kind of note their position. Maybe I either. Um, do it in a different script. I do it lowercase sort of a thing. I do them in smaller numbers. Uh, I do something to kind of make it different. Okay. Um, so if it was, uh, you know, big O, you know, it'd be like big O, big A, big F, big one sort of a thing that would denote what was in the lighter writing or darker writing. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones I do smaller but still legible. I, I try and create my own versioning of this. Okay. All right. So, um, 
So you go into the shop, mm-hmm. and how uh, many people do I see there? Oh, let's see here. It's the middle of the day. I don't know. It's a. It's a. It's not a Saturday. There's two people. Um, one uh, behind the counter, one not, or both employees. I would say that uh, there's two people, and there's one guy behind the counter. The guy behind the counter, does he look older, i.e. wiser? He came over when he was older, or, I mean, is he like a middle-aged person? He's this old, well, I'm sorry, he's this 50-year-old dude. Uh, okay. And which, you know, means he could be anywhere from 50 to 150, 200 years old. But he's potentially very experienced in right. logic puzzles and things like that. He's yeah. probably seen something similar. Okay, um, the other person in the store, uh, man, woman, young, old... Uh, one of them looks like... Uh, there's only one other. You said there's two total people. No, there's two, there, one, one two customers and one, one employee. Right, right. Okay. One of them looks like uh, he's a, a teenager. Uh, it looks like he's uh, thumbing through... Um, uh, now, if you're a teenager in the hinterland, do you actually become a teenager? A teenager yeah, you're actually a teenager. Okay. Until a certain point, at which point you, you grow until you're out of 20s, and then you start slowing real... Actually, it's like you basically get to be about 18 or so, and that's it. In other words, when you get your full growth, you're done. It could happen when you're quite a bit earlier, yeah, but whatever, yeah. Is there dwarfism in no, the hinterlands? No, it, it, it gets cured. Really? It cures itself. <clears throat> yes, so if you were a dwarf, you'll grow to normal size. Just like if you have like you have bad teeth, the teeth will realign themselves. Usually yeah. they fall out, but they also they'll grow in real align. Because dwarfism is a genetic trait, yeah. so I guess it's viewed as a yeah. Oh my God! The British must love it here. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't make their noses smaller. How long does it take for a tooth to grow back in? Um, about a week. Are there people that just like you know rip out all their teeth and let them all grow back in, and then rip them all out and let them all grow back in, and then just like a mass like they're like a replicator for teeth? <laughs> Oh my uh, there's God. always people who will do <laughs> things do that? that are unusual. Like I said, there's some people who are into scarification, which means they have to renew it on a regular basis. We're talking some world of darkness stuff now, man. Well, no, I'm just wondering because I mean, like you could potentially, I guess, use the teeth for something. Yeah. It's like a renewable resource. Yeah, probably be yeah, probably be faster than just go kill sharks. Well, like when I asked if you could like shot like get an animal just on the edge of death, like. Take a, a bite right out of like a chicken, and like it just comes back. You just have like five chickens. You still have to you... feed the chicken, right? Yeah, I asked Richard about that, and his response was, "It it can it, it works exactly the way you say so, but everybody finds it, it finds the concept revolting." Okay, I mean, people do that right now with those um, crabs, the ones that have the one big claw and the yeah. small ones. They harvest the big claw and they let the other one turn into a new big claw. No, no, they grow. They grow back. They grow back. Yeah, the the arm. That's a, that's a better solution. stone stone crabs. I think they're called. Yeah. Okay. Hey, anything that anything that is, that's faster is good. So, um, anywho, um, I does the the older guy seem like he's doing anything, reading a crossword puzzle or something, or is he just kind of dealing with these customers? He's mostly just watching them. Now, like I said, the younger guy who's like a teenager, he seems to be um, flipping through uh, these long boxes. That are full of um, apparently periodicals of various kinds, like comic books. No, they're more like um, they, they're lo- more like uh, wargaming uh, things, and a lot of it looks like they're handwritten. Okay, I um, 
I, I talk to the kid. Uh, I say, hey, does he have like a sports jersey with his name on the back by some chance? No. no he's... Okay. I don't know if it would be that convenient. No. I say, hey, he, you. He is wearing a hoodie. I say, hey, you look like you're uh, really really into puzzles, kid. He turns around, looks at it, and he says, he says, ah. He says, hey, man, don't, don't get, you know, mess my buzz here. He I says, I've got a, I've got a, very, he says, there's nothing wrong with being in the puzzles, you know. Absolutely nothing. I wouldn't be. Besides here. which, I'm not in the puzzles. That's kid stuff. I'm in the real things. War gaming, man. Battle Britain. You know, the, uh, the assault on, uh, Tannhauser 5. I say that, that all sounds amazing. Let let me tell now, you what's what amazing the, is the battle of Tan of, of Britain and Tannhauser Five on the same board. That sounds even better. But what if it was the battle of Tannhauser and Britain on the same board, but with a really cool word puzzle that a random guy found and is walking up to you asking if you can maybe help him out with it? You look like you're pretty good at this thing. Hmm. It looks at Jesus. He says, why me, man? Well, I noticed what you were flipping through. It, it looks uh, pretty similar to what I've got. Uh, you you deal with these things a lot? War games? Yeah. He says, nothing else is worth doing in this, I say, know, well, this, this crappy world. I say, well, do you have a copy of the uh, you know ba- Battle of Britain or uh, Battle of Tannhauser boards yet? My house? Okay, well, I was just saying, you know, I'm, I'm sure they've got uh, some, something new here, and, you know, maybe we could make a deal where, you know, I, I, I get you, uh, you know, for helping me out, solving a, a puzzle. You know, I, I maybe buy you, uh, you know, some new new figures or miniatures for those, or maybe that uh, that board over there, and I point at a, uh, you know, Something that looks pretty new. There's a couple boxes. I'm sure, you know, five, six, eight copies of one new game uh, on, like, an end cap or something. I say, that one over there, you know, that looks pretty neat. Uh, Is that something you're maybe interested in doing? Uh, How about about you just give it a look? How about you give it a look? If it doesn't look like something that, uh, um, you know, is interesting to you, you can pass. Sure, sure. What you got? I, uh, I show him this sheet of paper. I say, this is just a snippet from it. Uh, this isn't the whole thing, but uh, looking at it, uh, here's what I've found so far. Now, you tell me what you see. So there are two different pressures of writing. One of them looked darker than I thought. Maybe it was a, a key to the, the other part, but uh, it looks like there's a two-part. I made one part smaller and one part larger. This is just a, a little segment of it, and I hand him the sheet of paper. Uh, I say it's in a, a booklet filled with maybe, you know, 50 or 100 of these these pages. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all kinds of them, you know, written uh, very carefully uh, in pen. So not just scribbled down out of somebody's mind. Uh, actually intentionally put together. What do you huh. think? Is this is this something that, um, something you're maybe interested in? I can always ask someone else. Maybe there's someone else interested in the new, you know, uh the new Tannhauser expansion, or you know, Battle of Galacticus Twelve. <laughs> you must, you must mean uh, Battlestar Galactica, the uh, the the final wars. Absolutely. I. Uh, yeah, that's 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 a pricey supplement. How 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 pricey? Well, I mean, are, are we talking about the actual 
uh, scenario rules, or are we talking about figures? Well, what do you do? You have any of it yet? No, I can't afford that. Well, I mean, there's no point in buying the rules if you if you're not if you're not going to have an army ready to play it. Well, do you do you enjoy painting miniatures as well? Sure. Well, maybe you could start with the armies, and you know, if if it seems like you're uh, you know helping me figure this out. So, so I'll, I'll make you a deal. You look at this. You figure it out. You know, I'll be shopping around here a little bit, looking at some stuff. It's interesting stuff. You got good taste, kid. Uh, I say this with a diplomacy or, uh, yeah, the, the persuasion role. You got good taste, kid. You know, just letting know I'm, I'm feeling his vibe. Uh, also, maybe maybe giving off a little bit of a cop vibe. Some kind of a, you know, used to talking to troubled youth. So, you know, that kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hip to your thing. That's it's real rad, kid. You know, I'm using kind of uh, old older words for cool. 70 words. Yeah. That's where um, you're from, the 70s. No, no, I'm, I was riding on a Segway when I made the wrong turn. Oh, that's right. I'm from the 2000s. That's right. That's right. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm chatting with him a little bit, and I say, how about this? You, you look this over. If you're able to produce something from this that uh, checks out... Uh, I'll, I'll buy you the, the armies uh, for that. If you help me translate the rest of it, uh, I'll get you the core rules too. But, you know, I mean, just give it a look. You know, uh, if it if it doesn't look fun to you, if it doesn't look like something that's a, a challenge or interesting or something not worth it, you know, just give me back the piece of paper. But, uh, you know, give it a look and, and tell me what you think. Okay. We, we, have, a, we have a deal? Sure. All right. So he takes this thing, looking at it like that, and uh, and, he, and he and he basically looks at it a little while, uh, and he walks around and he uh, uh, starts thumbing through a couple of other boxes. He pulls out a, uh, a. It looks like it's wrapped up in like. Um, uh, plastic wrap, you know, um, like saran wrap, and it's uh, it's a it's a, a booklet of some kind. It's pretty small, um, and he takes that and he walks over and he starts talking to the guy behind the counter. He like pointing at it and he's talking to the guy, and the guy's like, uh, and uh, uh, and so um, probably wants to. Pick the most expensive figures from the catalog. I doubt it. He's probably looking at it, thinking that maybe there's a puzzle that was reused in something, or Could something be. used right. as a cipher or a key to this. All right. So he goes and he uh, he, he he goes. He, he says, "Hey, Mister." Yeah. He says, "I need you to buy something." Okay. What What do you need? He says, "This is a This is a book on um, uh, cryptology. It was uh, some of the." Some of the um, the codes that were used during the World War One, Two, and the Korean War. Okay. And if your particular code matches up to one of the codes in here, then it will have a key for you. Okay. How will I know if it matches up? I'm not a cryptographer. Well, you'll probably look. You'll probably be able to compare it to one of the ones that's in there. Okay. I mean, you basically just if so the, the numbers look similar to the examples, then you can try to use the decoder to try to decode your 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 thing. 
Okay. And then... No, no, I, I understand the premise and I, I appreciate the information, but, uh, you know, the, the deal is you, you help me figure this out and, uh, uh, you produce something that actually checks out and then, then you get your stuff. So if, if you're just offering this as advice, I appreciate that. If not, uh. Um, well, I'm saying is that, you know, th- this is the best thing that's here, okay? I mean, there's a library or anything. You could maybe just go look at this book and see if it checks out with a sheet of paper. Uh, no, this is this is uh, was submitted by, you know, one of these uh, old dudes that uh, washed up somewhere, and uh, there's kind of an uh, and, the, and the guy says, he says, he says they're they're uh, uh, in in the hobby uh, recreationist uh, uh, grouping. There are there are groups in all in, in all the different environs. And then we share information, and we also sell them. And these things that you're seeing in these boxes are basically the, the products of their knowledge and best remembrances of materials that they saw back in Old Earth. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if, if this particular book, it's small, but um, I, I could assure you that whoever wrote, uh, wrote this book out knew what he was talking about. So wrote the book or wrote this sheet? The, the numbers on the sheet? No, no. Wrote the book that he's talking. Uh, that that says uh, Sam here. Uh, uh, it wants you to buy. Did they sell that book here at the store. Yeah, you say it's the it's, it's the only copy. It, oh, I thought you were pointing out like a price sheet or something. No, you no, need no. To get this reference material. You can no, buy no, it somewhere no. Else. He, he wants you to buy the thing that was wrapped up in Saran wrap. Ah, I see. What's the price on it? Uh, well, he says it's uh, the guy wants forty uh, new, uh, new Pittsburgh dollars for it. Whoa, that's yeah. twelve hundred US. Yeah, I know, uh, but uh, I can tell you that this thing's been sitting here for about five years, so um, it's on consignment. So uh, I will let you have it for um, the kid saying this or the old no, man saying the this? old man. He's the one who owns it. The old man's telling me it's been sitting here for five years. Yeah, yeah. He says, so I'll, I'll sell it to you for uh, 20 Uh The old man's name is Sam? No, the kid's name is Sam. What's the name of the store I'm in? Uh, is it, it like John's Toy Chest? Again, I'm using the toy chest, but is it named after himself, possibly? Uh, no, it's it's like Shadyside uh, Games and Hobby. Does the guy have a name tag? Is there like a business card holder that has like his his name in the store? Uh, there is a John uh, Smith General Manager. Yeah, there there, there is a, um, a, a a little thing there that says has. Uh, a, there are business cards there. I I reach over and I pick up a business card and I say, "Are are you Mark?" Or I, I'm going to say his name's Mark. It says Mark on the card. Okay. Uh, he says, "Yeah, I, I'm Mark Avaya." Uh, uh, well, Mark, that, that's German. Because you look at the card and says that doesn't say Maya. <laughs> I say, well, well, Mark, um, you know that's a, a, a mighty good offer, but uh, I know it's expensive. But it, like I said, this isn't this isn't like you know someone's writing a a D and D game scenario. This is actually. Uh, do you have any of those? Like D and D game scenarios? Yeah, sure. What what editions do you have? Uh, they they're marked on them. Uh, what's, the new, what's the newest edition you guys carry? Uh, it's like uh, uh, D&D Turbo. <laughs> I, I, I attempt to barter with them. I say, Turbo I say, well, edition. you know, 
Uh, that's a, a mighty fine offer, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a little bit of a gamer myself. That D&D Turbo Edition looks pretty nice. So, how about we, uh, how about we make a, a deal? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play a game of, of chance, not, not necessarily a game of skill. We'll flip a coin. And, uh, if, if I win, I'll give you the, the 20 you're asking for, and you throw in this, uh, copy of D&D Turbo you got here. If, uh, I lose, I'll buy both. I'll, I'll pay you the 20 that you're offering for the book, and I'll buy Turbo at list. If, if it I doesn't lose, sound like there's a lot of difference between these two options. If I, if I lose what again? I'm, I'm offering him more business. He he obviously has a percentage gain. So we'll say he's selling D&D Turbo for 10 new Acker dollars, just hypothetically. He probably has a markup, meaning he'll gain 4 or 5 on it. Now, if, he, if I win the game of chance, he gives it to me for free, and he loses the 5, 6, whatever... Otherwise, he gets my business because he's still going to gain on the twenty off the book. So in that case, Martin, I'm offering him. I'm offering him business at discount with a chance for something for free. So if he, not, I'll pay for both. He, he I just want the Indy Turbo for free. Yeah, he says. All right, and I make a I make a persuasion check on this. You don't have to. He says, "I'll, I'll okay, fine." So what what are we what are we what are we doing? Well. Uh, I see you got a lot of games here. You got any uh, store copies of, of anything that maybe you have? You know, people come in looking for a demo. Anything like a uh, a game of Munchkin? <laughs> Not Munchkin, but like a game of like Crokinole or a game of like oh, oh okay, Do okay. Sacks. All right, tell you what. It says how about Baby Boomer? Object of the game is to get the three fifty seven Magnum away from the baby before it either shoots itself or craps its pants. Is that a real game? It's a real game. <laughs> I say that sounds like a lot of fun. You you teach the rules and I'm in. Okay. Well essentially what actually would I have already heard of this game, maybe. I doubt it. Uh what what sort of a role would I need to make to actually know the rules so he doesn't explain them to me? But you can explain them to me still. Okay. Uh it's it's pretty obscure, so I would say that you'd have to uh make a uh uh, a knowledge roll and get two raises. Okay, knowledge what? Just like, not. I mean, general knowledge. General knowledge. That's smarts. Yeah. Uh, twenty on my general knowledge. Seriously, you've yes. seen this game before. <laughs> Okay. I, I, I may have even played it several times. Okay. Okay. Well, so explain the rules. How, the how the rule is that there's a ch- there's a there's a strip. Okay, and it's got two squares. You know, and at the end of it is the baby. Okay. Okay. Um, and you you're on the other end um, with the uh, opposing player. Okay. Generally speaking, you don't have to stay in your row. Okay. okay. You can swap sides if you want to, but essentially what you do is that you roll um, um, a, a d6. Okay. One to three is how many uh, is is how many spa- spaces you move. Okay. Okay. Four through six. Four, uh, four through six is negative movement. Okay? okay. And a six means you have to roll on a separate chart for something bad happening. One through three move that many spaces. Four or five move back four or move back. Back five. one or back two. Back one or back two. 
And then, and then six, six means, is some random effect. Well, it's not a random. It's, not, is it's it a charge. It's it's almost always bad. It's it's like uh, you get shot. Um, uh, the um, uh, and and you um, and you're killed. You get shot and you lose your turn. Um, uh, the baby. Um, How many shots does the baby have in its gun? Uh, the baby. Um, or is it unlimited? It's it's, it's unlimited. Um, uh, you know the the baby um, play Resident Evil two. Yeah, uh, the, the baby shoots itself and the baby uh, craps his pants. So if the baby shoots itself, neither of us rescued the baby. That's right. So we both lose the game. Right. Basically, you both lose the game. How do I beat him at the game? You just have to get to the square next to the baby and uh, and, and and take the gun away from him. Okay. Um, well, when he suggests this game, I'm going to say, well. Uh, the, the and there's basically I, ten squares you have to move. I say, well, the uh, I played that game quite a few times. Uh, and, you know, it's a lot of fun, but uh, pretty high chance that neither of us wins. So, uh, what's your suggestion if neither of us wins? Obviously, we said, you know, if I beat you, uh, you know, you give we, me. We can just replay it. Okay. So one of us wins. That sounds good. All right. How, how are we determining who's going first? Uh, and, and also, how many spots are are there to the baby? Ten. There's spots? ten. There's ten. Okay. So just roll high. I rolled a one. Six. Six, so you get to go first. All right. Um, I'm going to use... Oh, you're actually going to play this out? Or Apparently. Just... I'll be scorekeeper. Uh, well, I was, was going to use dice. Let's actually put out some miniatures. Oh. So we'll say you're the dwarf. I'm the guy with the sword. And this is the baby at the end. And I with will... the gun. And how does the baby determine what column it shoots down? Uh, so if I roll a six and the baby shoots its gun, what column does the baby shoot? Uh, it would, always shoots current player. I, I would say that it uh, it it would always shoot the current player. Okay. All right. So you're first. Six. Ooh, bad things. Okay. Bad things happen. So do you have a table of bad things? Oh. Uh, I mean, or a table of things? You said there are maybe a couple okay yeah. options. Let's see. I'm sorry. And I got your spaces. Yeah, I'll just put it like that. Yeah. No, 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 this is spaces. You just move. Oh, you you actually move. He, he, he drew out ten squares. Okay. And is the game over at ten squares or yes. on the eleventh square? No, once you get like once you get to the end, yeah, you, the you game's just, over? Yeah, you, you have to get around. to the tenth square. Okay. Yeah, you have to get to the tenth square. Um... Ooh. You don't mind? Mind what? Oh, I was just looking at no. Oh, oh, this is actual painted, painted. Yeah, it's a plastic pre pre paint. Very nice. That was actually. Yeah, I, this got, is I got I got this figure. I know that. I have two actual painted ones in here that are pewter. This guy I played as for a long time. It's my Tiefling Paladin, Morthias. Ooh. Uh, and then this is a, right. a cleric in one of the games. So, cleric, so roll a d6 for your result. I'm into your arm, man. Okay. A four. Craps pants. Oh. <laughs> I crap pants or the baby craps? The, ba- the baby craps his pants. Okay. okay. What's the effect of that? Nothing? I'm making that baby. <laughs> well, that uh, that's... 
That's game over, isn't it? Yeah, that's game over. Oh, I thought it was over if the baby shoots one of us. Well, no, it's, it's the baby shoots uh, shoots itself or it craps his pants. Okay, well, the game's over. The baby crapped itself. So, so we got to restart because nobody won. Well, yeah. Right. Roll to who goes first. All right. Are we just alternating who's first or are we going to roll no, off every roll, yeah. I rolled five this time. I rolled a one. So you're going first. All right. Four. So four is go yes, back one. Square. Go back one. So I can't go anywhere. Okay. All right. A one. Oh. I will proceed by one. Okay. Six. Bad things happen. Five. Shoots opponent. He loses turn. All right. I will lose my turn. So go ahead. So I get to go again. Yep. One. All right. And now it would be my turn. I lost my turn, so I didn't get to do anything. One. Okay. Four. Go back one. Four is go back a square. Okay. Six. Six. And the chart is a one. Shoot. You get shot, lose a turn. All right. So I get two turns, basically. Two. Two. One, two. Five. Go back two squares. Two squares. Man, sucks. Four. So I go back one. one square. Two. The race is over. Six. That stuff. Two. Shoot, I die. Anyway, I, no, it's no. The baby hasn't crapped its pants, or yeah, he can still or move. Shot itself. Yeah, he has unlimited turns now. Yeah. Unless he dies. Two. One. 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 Three. Three. Uh, one more. Four. Go that's back. back a square. Two. Two. You won. Let's at the end. All right. All right. Okay, so <laughs> one copy of D&D right. Turbo. Oh, uh. And yeah. one copy of... Uh, and I, hand, I get uh, 20 new Akron dollars. And how, and how much would the D&D Turbo actually sell for? Uh, D&D Turbo uh, in this in this particular set normally would sell for uh, three uh, uh, new Pittsburgh dollars. I look at it and I open up Turbo and I see what year it says it was published. I'm just curious. Oh, um, it says uh, 2017. Okay. <laughs> I'm assuming that's next. D&D next. Is no, Turbo. Right? no, it's Turbo. Well, yeah, it's, it's, so it's Turbo is after D&D next. What's the... Like, D&D next is coming out like this 5. year. It's like 5.5. Yeah. What's the um, largest year that's... People and stuff have come from in this world. Well, there's Terminators from the future, and yeah, they're they're from all over the place. I mean, there's people from you know, there's there's uh, Neanderthals walking around. You know, that's in the past. I mean, in the future, like somebody from like the year three thousand or four thousand ever show up? No, it's you know, it's it's kind of thing that most people keep on the QT. Are you going? Are you going out, sir? Okay, so what's the latest year that we've actually heard about people coming from or things coming from? That would probably be uh, people over there on uh, 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 either Magikos or uh, Noram. Come on, come on. I think that's supposed to be somewhere in the 23rd century. Hmm. 
All right, so I hand him the so I, 20. I'd actually have to look in the book to be sure of that. I hand him the 20, and uh, I get the book, and I, I put it in my bag, the uh, turbo, and I take the uh, other one, and I remove the shrink from it. Are there any tables set up in here, by the way, for people to play, like, magic-style card games or anything at? Yeah, there's, there's, um, uh, there's tables with chess on it, chess pieces. Okay. Um, and uh, there's other places for playing other kinds of card games. All right, so I say, okay, come on, kid, let's uh, give it a look. Okay. Uh, I take the book over, I set it down. Uh, I also set down the sheet of paper again. Uh, okay. And I say, well, you know, see what you can find. All right. Um, well, okay, so he goes and uh, he opens up the book and he's looking through it. He's comparing the numbers and he, uh, uh, okay, and he, he, he basically comes, um, comes back and says, well, um, uh, it looks, the closest one is this one, I think this one right here, okay, this is, uh, a German um, uh, World War uh, II um, uh, submarine cipher. Uh, and uh, it was based on uh, the uh, uh, on the Morse code. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't, but, all, but a lot of your numbers seem to be um, uh, too large for um for for what this is so maybe you need to do something with that other set of numbers with the ones that are too large well so, I say maybe if you were to like say take those numbers that string of numbers that you're showing and subtract it or add it to each to each well, set of it, numbers give it, give it a little bit of time kid you know see what you can do maybe take I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that good at this, but I'm kind of smart. Uh, maybe, maybe take the leftover numbers and see if they maybe make a different cipher, or or uh, well, see saying, what you can see what you can figure out. Is is this this num this line of numbers here that you talked about? Okay, is does that actually like start at the beginning? Yeah, this is the very first thing written in the book. Okay, all right. So uh, we can do we can subtract them and we can add them. That's that's my best guess. I say, well, give it a try. I okay, don't know if he's skilled in these things. Adding and subtracting, yeah. He no, 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 skilled in like figuring out ciphers. No, but. no, he's not. So that's why he's trying to, you know, he's, he's trying. Well, to... He says he, he does these kind of things. Yeah, he does war games. Doesn't mean yeah. he understands. Well, I want him to. Ciphers. I want him to try it. Well, try and figure out what it is. All right, so he a goes, role, an untrained role. So he, I have a card maybe that modifies things. Right, so. He's going to go ahead and use his knowledge um, warfare uh, thing. Perfect. And uh, since it's all knowledge he, naval battles, all he cares about it's a D eight. And he's going to go ahead and try subtracting and adding and seeing what the result is. Okay. All right. Well, subtracting didn't seem to help. Okay, adding, it's a four. Okay, so that's more successful. So he's taking that, and now he's adding it to it. Uh, and he's taking those numbers, 
and he's uh, saying, okay, so um, we have to turn this into um, So we take these numbers and we turn them into Morse code. Okay, so and he uh, and he starts writing down what this should be in Morse code based upon the book. Mm -hmm. Okay, and he goes and says, "All right, now I don't know Morse code." Is is that in here somewhere in this book? Uh, no, that's this is a standard uh, uh, ciphering book. It, it wouldn't include something like. Morse code—that's not an encrypted thing. You know, I'm, but but I'll bet you. But but right, uh, but right over there on the wall is a Boy Scout handbook, and I'll bet that could help you. You know, I go and take a look at the. Uh, I ask the shop owner. I say, hey, you know, this book I, I I just got. It looks like it's pretty good. Do you mind if I actually look something up in the Boy Scout handbook? Uh, just kind of referencing it. No, go right ahead. I grab the Boy Scout handbook and I hand it uh, over to the kid and I say, you know, give give it a look. You're you're the one doing this. Oh. Okay. So he takes it and he starts. I'm a businessman. I don't I don't pay people. I don't, I don't, Morse code yeah. in it. I don't so, I don't pay people for me to do things. I pay people for them to do them. All right. So he <laughs> and, and this guy's not going to argue. You just paid him twenty new Akron dollars for a book that's been sitting on his shelf for five years. Yeah, he's yeah. happy about the he's sale. Happy to get the this sale. is a good sale. Yeah. Well, some people are like, nope, no perusing. You can flip through it, but you know, if you actually well, you, something, you from just paid like a month's rent for him. Yeah, it's it's always good to be a good customer. <laughs> All right, so the kid's writing this down. He stops and <clears throat> pulls out a notebook out of his his backpack. Flips open a whole bunch of diagrams and charts and things like that to finally find a few sheets of white line paper at the back where he starts basically just starts <clears throat> writing down things and he goes and uh, uh, and, he, he, and he finishes and he um, uh, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he basically says uh this is, uh, it says, be warned that this belongs to Butcher, and that's all I got. You didn't give me any more. I say, okay, well... Uh, it looks like that's the code, man. I hey, mean, man, I, I broke the code! Yeah! Yeah, the guy's like, hey, good, good job, kid. I say, well, you know, that sounds, uh, sounds spot on based <laughs> on, on what I was reading. Uh, so let's, uh, let's get you that set of, uh, set, set of, uh, you know, first series miniature or whatever I, you know, promised. For Battlestar. Battlestar Unpainted Final Mini. Battle, Final Wars or whatever you said it yeah, was. Final Wars. <laughs> Final Wars. Battlestar Galactic Final Wars? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So he goes over and, uh. Gleefully. <laughs> so I go and I go and I get it, and I say, and and remember, you know, you can get the reference material if you just take the knowledge you got now from this and, and help me translate the rest. Does that sound still sounding good to you? Oh, what you you offered me a job translating this thing? Yeah, now that you know how, you know, I'll uh, buy you the miniatures. I'll buy you the reference material. Well, you originally offered to buy both things once he finishes translating the whole yeah. thing. 
Yeah, okay. I offered, you know, A for A and A and B for A and B. All right. Okay. Um, and I say, kid, since you play a lot of war games, probably used to talking about gore and stuff like that, but I want to let you know, maybe some gory stuff in here. <coughs> okay. All right. So, with uh, this in mind, I... Um, I asked the shopkeeper, um, does he have like a cooler or something with a couple drinks in it, maybe? Yeah. I get the kid a Fanta. Okay. <laughs> and I get myself a bottle of water. All right. Oh, no, no, I get myself a squirt. Did I squirt? Let's say yes. I get a squirt Let's, for myself. I'll tell you what, Fanta we'll, we'll uh, it, it's, I never heard of it, so is it popular anywhere? Squirt's fairly, it's a grapefruit. <laughs> All right, I'm yeah, getting a D six. It is. There's one. Great. I get a squirt and I get a Fanta. <laughs> I say, hey, kid, you want a Fanta? Don't you wanna? You probably anything want. but grape. Oh, sorry. What are they? What are they actually? I get a orange Fanta. Okay. So I get it. I have I, something when I'm, when I'm chat when I'm chatting with the shopkeeper as I'm finishing the transaction, I give him two. Well, two is a lot. I give him some silver. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, it's got to come to less than you mean, one. like dimes and pennies? <laughs> it has to come to less than one new Akron dollar because it's like $30 for two. Yeah, I say, usually it's, it's 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 intense. Yeah. You know, and like I say, they've got, really they've got basically got dimes and pennies. You know, that's that's how they do Yeah, a tenth of a new Akron dollar would be $3. Three. Yeah. So it is it like... And a penny is another tenth of that. That'd be 35 cents. Okay, I give him whatever the cost is. It's okay. like twenty cents or something. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how twenty much cents would be like a six dollar soda. No, it's two sodas, and I mean places have markup. It's cold. I don't know if it's hot outside, and it costs money to refrigerate these things. Yep. Anyways, it does cost money to refrigerate. And, and while I'm chatting with them, I say, just curious, you do a lot of business here on Wednesday morning. Uh, is it Wednesday? I'm, I'm telling you it's Wednesday. I, I don't idea. know what day it is, so yeah, I'm assuming it's, it's Wednesday. It's not the weekend. Um, uh, it's, he says, well, you know, uh, I do I do a fairly uh, brisk lunch business, uh, which is about what time it is now. How how much business uh, on average? I'm just not, not trying to pry? Oh, you know, uh, maybe uh, $10, $15. What if I could offer you a guaranteed 15 to just close the shop for a couple hours? We'll sit here and you know, site, you know, figure out uh, a code I've got. Uh huh. Um, you keep your product; you can sell it another day. Well, if you want, you, I mean, for fifteen bucks, you can you can sit in the back room. No, no, no. I'm just looking to keep keep going with what we got here. I'm just I like saying. To entice, I like to entice the kids, show them stuff on the shelves. You know. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't pay him fifteen dollars to sit in his back room so he could continue to do business as normal. I would pay him fifteen bucks, which is what he would expect to take in at right. most. In exchange, he keeps his product and the fifteen, and he can resell that product another day. So I mean, it's really a win for him. He's looking to make twenty-five-ish, probably. Yeah. Overall, he says, "All right, fine, cool." And you know, you can read a magazine or something. So um, I, he, he, t- he says, "He says you you buying that?" <laughs> to the other guy who's been wandering around the store. Guy say, nah, not today. He says, all right, well, gotta go. Gotta, 
Gotta, gotta go see a man about a dog. <laughs> okay. The guy kind of ambles out. Okay, so he's, I, he's uh, a good customer. He comes. He's here almost every day. Oh, great! Yeah. So, sometimes, sometimes I leave the store just with him in it. <laughs> he, uh, he's it's very, good. It's good to have business like that. He's very, well. He's very trustworthy. He never steals anything. I think he just likes being surrounded by games. Something that something touches him. You know. What kind of die is this? Uh, that's that's a, a D six. That's that's a. <laughs> That, to our listeners, uh, is a die that has dungeon corridors printed on each side. So you roll it, and it tells you what uh, what the next part of the dungeon corridor looks like, whether there's a room there, whether there's a turn. It's a dungeon like generator. That. It's a dungeon generator, right. yes, on, on a six-sided die. Okay. They, they, were, they, they were a more expanded set of them were being sold at Gen Con uh, this last year, mm-hmm. and... Um, they were giving these away for free, so I decided really? to take it. So Awesome. So I give him the uh, 15 New Pittsburgh dollars, and uh, I walk over, I turn the open sign to close, and I just lock the door, and I go and sit down at the table with the kid. I you know, pop down the Fanta. You know, I pop the top off. Actually, it's not a twist top. <laughs> I, I pull out a, uh, my multi-tool, and I, I pop the top for it. Okay. And then I, you know, kind of twirl around the multi-tool and put it back. I make a show of it. Okay, Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> and then I pull out from my backpack, I pull out this book, and I say, again, pretty morbid stuff, but well worth your while. Probably nothing you haven't read about in some of your war stories either. Mm. He says, I'm going to need more paper, though. I pull my pad out from my backpack that I'd use to transcribe some of the note in the car. Okay, the steno pad? Uh, I think it's just like a lined, you know, tear off the top sort of a... Yeah, okay. All right, so he goes and flips over to a new sheet, and he just starts, you know, writing it. And he sits down there, and he just slowly... um, He he pulls a separate sheet off the bottom part of it so he can do his division. His his addition, I should say. Mm -hmm. His addition. And... um, and proceeds to slowly. Oh, I tell him the as I pull this out, I say, and the uh, the ones I did in smaller, they're the ones that are a little darker on the sheet. Okay, well, the ones that look like they're done with like a different pressure pen, a really heavy yeah, pen. Yeah, well, it says uh, they're probably doing double duty. I mean, they're probably still still numbers. They were just circled. Yeah, definitely. You got a lot of pages here. Yeah, well, I mean, <clears throat> it's an expensive set, right? Right. Okay, so he starts going through, and uh, well, he's doing this. I'm walking around the store a little right. bit. I'm looking at the uh, okay. Battlestar Galactica, the final battle. Thing. Yeah. How much is the set? Uh, if you're talking about the rules, the rules go for uh, uh, five uh, uh, new uh, new Pittsburgh dollars. Okay. Okay. The army, uh, the actual bat uh, armies themselves, goes for about fifty. Wow. Okay. But that's we're talking about two hundred units on each side. And you know what? I would love to have that in real life, so I'm buying it for this virtual kid. Okay. So I I take them both and I make a good show of it, you know, kind of carrying the stuff over uh past the kid as he's doing this. And I say got you got you taken care of. And I go and I set it down by the register and I say, as soon as he's finished 
Uh, and, you know, I give it a, a quick look. I'll come back and pick these up, too. So it's going to be a good business day for you. And then watch. He's going to decipher it and says, save $5 on. <laughs> Shop at the shady yes. book, you know, repository. Eat at Joe's. <laughs> Eat at Joe's. All right. Your lucky numbers are 5, 7, 13, 4. Okay, um, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, beware the butcher, meat is evil. <laughs> um, and, um, what, as he starts doing the decryption, um, does he do it all the way through with the Morse code? And he's working his way, you know, line by do, line. Or does he do the three step process on each page? Yeah, on each, on or does each, he do the one step all the way through, second step all the way through, third? step? He's doing the three step on each set of uh, of, of letter of numbers that ma- you know that match the subtraction, the addition. Okay, so you have like thirteen numbers. Okay, so every thirteen n- numbers that that are on the page, he's doing the addition to, and then he's doing the translation to Morse code. Okay, and then. Uh, and then he's translating the Morse code into actual letters. Okay. Okay. So it's it's a rather laborious process, um, and he's but he's slowly doing it, and it's, it's it it becomes fairly clear. You know, once he finishes the page, then he'll hand it to you. Okay. And it's the first one takes probably a half hour to do one page, mm-hmm. and uh, and he hands it to you, and it's clear that. Uh, uh, that this is some kind of a diary, um, and it is a diary um, of a person who uh, appears to be some kind of a crime figure. Well, it's a property of Butcher. It's Butcher Boy. I know. Second page, I'm sure, leads with Boy. So yeah, the second set. Yeah, uh, Butcher Boy and. Uh, and it's it's basically uh, it looks to be a, a, a kind of a diary of, of him of his uh, of his exploits. So, based on the two layers of cryptography, it seems like Butcher Boy is fairly in- is it written in first person. He's fairly intelligent to do this, or he has somebody that's recording his thoughts for him, like a hit list or something. Um, I'm trying to figure out if it's written in the first person. Initially, it looks like it's written in the first person. So Butcher Boy actually did the cipher. Yeah. Or okay. someone claiming to be Butcher Boy did the cipher. Okay. Or did, he at least wrote the thing that was that was ciphered, that mm-hmm. was coded. Okay. So, uh, and... Uh, and, he's, and he starts, you know, working. So he's... Um, in four hours, he's going to do about eight pages. Okay. How many federal pages? Uh, you're looking at maybe uh, looks to be about maybe sixty pages. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, and it and it does skip. I mean, it's it's like it's more like it's, it's like a memoir, you know, exploits, you know, uh, and and especially things having to do with people, things like I was there when so and so did this. In other words. You know, this is this is what I got on him. Friday on this day, then then it'll skip over to like Tuesday of the next week, or, or months two, later, or years later, weeks, so, yeah, so forth. So, 
Uh, so I'm saying in, in the in the eight pages that you're looking at, he's you know there's a number of people who've been named uh, and a number of ter- as you said some really terrible things that they've done. Uh, however, there's no real corroborating evidence other than this. Do pages go all the way down to the bottom, or does some of them just stop at the end like it's a diary entry for a different day? No, it's, it's more like a journal where it just keeps going, and he just picks up where he left off. I mean, is there anything like Tuesday, January 27th, are there date entries? Yeah. Uh, I have him look for a pattern for what, what denotes kind of a block. I say, okay, so I'm looking at this. It definitely looks like a journal. I'm sure you're getting that vibe, too. Yeah. Uh, Sam, right? Sam. Sam. Um, he, know, says, skipping, well, skipping he says ahead. there is no punctuation in here. I said, well, skipping ahead a little bit, you know, if there's something that looks, you know, the same, you know, I'm, I'm looking for maybe the last one as well. You know, if maybe you could just do the last one for me. I'm just curious kind of what, what was the last thing that was said. When okay. It, when it was from. All right. So he goes to... Uh, and I look at a calendar as well. I, I get up and I go for a look still around the store just kind of... Peering at different games and boxes and reading stuff. Right. So I, I look at a calendar while I'm up just to see what today's date is to remind myself. Right. Um, I have no idea. Uh, it's it's since the, there is no seasons in the sense of uh, so it would be just like, to see if the date he returns is recent. Like, is this journal from yesterday or is this like his high school journal from when he was twelve? You know, right. fourteen. Ooh. Like, I'm trying to figure out if it's, like, a recent journal, like, last week. Like, right. the entry's like, I'm going to kill this dude and throw his body in a tub. I, Officer I, Dan McCoy's going to bite it. Yeah, I, I think that uh, you would... They don't... He doesn't put years. He just does... He does have dates, okay, but doesn't have years. And uh, you're not going to really know about the... Pa- you're not going to be able to figure out the passage of time until you decode the entire book. I say, well, maybe if you would just decode the entire last page. He, he will. He'll decode the entire last page. And I look for any sort of a, you know, May 27th or, yeah. you know, August 4th. Um, it looks like it's there. there's a date that was uh, fairly recent. And uh, it's, it's basically the saying the uh, Hinterpole is sniffing around. It's a good thing that uh, the boys are looking for... Uh, uh, that 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 rat, you know, and uh, that I oh, actually says that that he says that that little swine. Uh, he says because he's gonna. Uh, does he give the swine a name, or does he only refer to the swine as a he? Oh, um, because I was that body that was in the bathtub. I was given a. Uh, I said, by the way, who was that guy? I didn't touch the wallet or anything, but dot dot dot. And they said, oh, he's blah 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 blah. You know, based on his tattoo or whatever, he's got a rap sheet. You know, we've right. been after this guy or something. I'm trying to see if that guy is named. Well, they knew that he was. They knew he was part of a Butcher Boys organization. Is what they told they you. they did know that, but I'm just trying to put two and two together and see if that's the guy that's referred to as that rat. Yeah, uh, no, it's not. It's actually there's actually somebody else. I'm looking for the, the stupid thing here, so I can bring it up. Um, I'll I'll give you the name as soon as I find it. Okay. Uh, while he's doing this, I say, you got any friends that are like really good with computers or something? You know, maybe a, maybe someone that they make computers, Mister. I mean, you know, but uh, there are, there aren't that many people that play uh, you know war games about the past either. Kind of a rare breed. But you know, I was thinking maybe this is the kind of thing that you know 
You you know how it works. You know how to decode this. Maybe there's something that you know could make this process a little faster for you. Oh sure. I mean, you could find. I'm sure you could find some guy over at uh, Car, uh, Carnegie Mellon who could write you a program on one of their mainframes. Um, I just you know, uh, I just don't know any of them. They they uh, you know they, they 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 just treat me like I'm a kid. You know, I it's only it's only you know. Guys my age and really old dudes like the guy like Mark here, who uh, who pay any attention to somebody my age. Sure. No. Well, uh, you know what? I, I appreciate all your help. Could you show me how how you how you did this again? And, and I have him just. I say you know instead of you translating the whole thing, I'll keep mine to the board. And you just show me how you've been translating this. I take really good notes. I actually even commit it to memory. Maybe I take an extra. 30 or 40 minutes of the kid's time to really make sure I've got the process down. So I take this chart, I convert this over to Morse code, I subtract this digit from, you know, the bold part. You know, I learn what he's telling me, and then I make sure I can do it on a line. Yeah, it's... It's uh, it's a repeatable process. Oh, it's definitely a repeatable. It's a very, you know, I mean, it's got a lot of little steps to it, and you have to, you know... Uh, I'm gonna make a smart. You're check basically to... making three three translations. I'm making a smarts check now to see if it's a process I can learn. Yeah, I can uh, learn well. Uh, with a six, is that a process I can learn pretty well? With it with it being this well kind of laid out. Yeah, yeah, you can learn. Okay. Um, uh, the guy's name is uh, uh, the guy they're talking about is the swine's name is Jason. Uh, uh, fast. Jason's fast. Jason fast. Okay, I write down this process uh, for decoding this. Okay. And I say, well, kid, uh, I appreciate all your help. Let's go get uh, let's go get checked out. I oh, grab a, oh, I grab okay. a, I grab a um, Nuka Cola out of the refrigerator, <laughs> um, and, and I I put it up there and get that rung run up with the other stuff too. Oh. I give the guy the fifty five and some change. Oh, he takes it. Says thanks for the business. I say. All yours, kid. I pick up the Nuka Cola, though. Take it with me. And the guy says, "By the way, he says in the uh, 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 in the manuals there, the rules. There's also a painting guide that you can use to paint uh, the, your figurines. We have a whole set of paints and brushes over here on the side. Whenever you get around to it, I say, "Well, you heard the man, kid. You got something to work forward to." Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Oh, thank you're, you. You're pretty. You're pretty, you're pretty cool for a older guy. Thank goodness you're, you know, not a chicken hawk. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, as cool as the uh, you know Battle of Tannhauser and Britain is, I hope you really enjoy the final battle of Galactica. Oh well, hey, I hope they win. Fate of humanity rests on their uh, on their doing so. Mm-hmm. But they always have a plan. 
And at this point, uh, I flip the sign back over to open and unlock the door and head out. Okay. And, um, and as you do that, that guy just kind of wanders past you back into the shop. <laughs> he's apparently been standing out there the whole time. Now, <laughs> standing out there the whole time. And yeah. he's spying on you. He doesn't really look like it. He comes he, here every day per the shop. Yeah, right, um, so. you guys are familiar with people who are called the quiet ones. Yeah. These are people that came to the hinterland and didn't react well to it. And a lot of times they become mute and they just kind of stand around, not not totally, um, you know, cata- catatonically, but they become very passive and almost like shell shock. And they literally, and there's literally. Um, uh, People whose job is to herd them around to places to get them food and uh, places for them to sleep, and they just stay together. Others wander off, and apparently this guy has managed to get over here to the game shop, and he likes it here, so he just stays mm-hmm. here. And, um, and that's, it's, it's opening. It's quite possible that the guy is feeding him because mm-hmm. you know he he doesn't look. Malnourished. Doesn't look malnourished at the same time as it. He doesn't look terribly clean either. Uh, I mean, he's going to let the guy stay in his shop. He's going to have to, you know, yeah. Or he, he may send. There may be some place he wanders back to. You know, some you know, like say another quiet group where he can get a shower and a bed, and then just shows up the next day here because this is the place. So they he have like homeless shelters in the hinterland. Yes, they have, home for, but they're for the quiet ones. Hmm. They're for people who are mentally ill, and most people who are mentally ill get better. So this is actually a reaction to being in the hinterland itself. So you can't you can't cure that. It's like you, know, you can't you, know, you can't cure being a, a, allergic to the sunlight if you if you're you know photosynthetic to, in order to live. Mm-hmm. So so I uh, hail a cab. Okay, I, I look. That's unlikely. Uh, you're not going to see cabs running up and down that often. But it's not. It's very easy to to, uh, to basically uh, go. I find a phone phone just, box just and I, I call cab. Okay, or you could get onto a streetcar. Is what I'm trying to say. They go up and down the street all the time. You know, I like cabs. Okay, call call yellow cab. I call cost you a penny. I call I call Pittsburgh yellow. Cost cost you a penny. Put a penny in the phone yeah. And uh, I say, Pittsburgh Yellow, looking for a pickup at the corner of, uh, you know, Shady Lane and Fourth. Okay. And uh, they give me a time. Uh, Either no. in the ne- we'll dispatch someone in the next few minutes. Yeah, or... they, they, they said, is they'll say, is that you sh- someone should be there within 15 minutes. Okay. I wait, said 15 minutes, and then I take a cab back downtown. Okay. I'm looking to get there. It takes for seven day. minutes for the person to show up. Oh, they meant it. That personal guy that you got. You had, remember the guy who had the rickshaw cab guy? Yeah, but he's like, he would have to bicycle like a long distance. Oh, so. He's he's a, he's three or four miles. Yeah, he's like the guy I bought that baseball card for. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, well, he mostly works the downtown area. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't he? He'd be he's happy. He yeah, I've happy. forgotten about. He him. would. I mean, <laughs> he he basically uh, humped you a lot further than that to go over to uh, the uh, Duquesne. Duquesne plant. But that's you know. Yeah, I mean, it's all in a day's fare, and he got a a sizable uh, tip out of it. Yep. So, so yeah. I'm sure he's moved on since he had, he kind of disappeared on him. Uh, this is like two days ago, right? I'm just I saying he's moved it, on. I mean, well, he's not. He's not he's, waiting on me hand and foot. He's not my personal. Exactly. Yeah. But he said, I'll always be there if I need him. 
Right. So yeah. So he basically, you know, he he's going to always go around the same kind of area. If you if you go if you wait long enough or leave a message where he said to leave a message, yep. he'll be glad to come over and meet you. So yeah, I take the cab back downtown. I want to get there in time for his trial, so you can. Okay. To, well, there's plenty. That, you still got a, a couple of hours for that happens. Well, you said it took him four hours to do eight pages, and right. it took a while to get there and get back. So, so it's still the same. It's so same. So it might be six hours. Yeah, passed, you, you still have so maybe like an hour and a half or so. Yeah, you have an hour and a half before his thing. But yeah, it's not not so. His trial really is actually the same day. No, this is this, the, this counter is the counter, suit. counter suit. Oh, yeah, okay. it's not necessarily the officer okay. day session per se, though. So I'm just trying yeah, to the office. They're, they're not asking the officer to not do to, to basically leave his shift in order to be in court unless they have to. So basically, they set the counter suit off after his off time. Right. He's basically going there on his own on his own time, yeah. but but at least it's not keeping him from doing his duty during his regular shift. Yeah. It's probably one of the reasons they'll schedule that way. If he was. If he was doing the night shift, they would have scheduled it in the daytime. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, um, Sasha. So Sasha, um, uh, the, 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 he finishes. Uh, she finishes up on the guy. While she, while she's finishing up on the guy, you, know, you say it's walking distance. I'm going to go. I'm going to ask what, what's your what's your. As you say, it's kind of like a Panera place. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a famous. Bur- uh, it's a, it's a famous. Sandwich. Okay. So you just basically uh, go over and ask for one. Going to Winnie's cheesesteaks. Yeah. Just what kind of what? What do you want on your sandwich and whatever? And I, yeah, I head out. I purchase a sandwich for both of us. Okay. And I come uh, back. And Actually, the really famous places usually don't tell them what you want on your sandwich. They make it exactly how they make yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. And you don't get it any other way than how they make it. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what the situation yeah. is. You, it you is. basically get it. If you want a, a permani sandwich, you get a permani sandwich. Okay. Yeah. So. And of course, you're asking for two permani sandwiches, so yeah. that's a lot. So you're you're basically bringing the you know uh, you know this, the, the two two paper bags full of permani oh, sandwiches. You're not carrying it with your bad arm. No, might have to make a strength check to hold all this sandwich. <laughs> well, I'll probably bring one. <laughs> uh, you yeah, said so how big are these they're, sandwiches? They're they're about two pound sandwiches. So oh. yeah, they're they're summerlings, basically. No, they're. I assume it's like a big. It's it's two bogey. two big slices of Italian bread, mm-hmm. okay, with big with with uh, broiled steamed meat on it, okay. and um, Italian um, uh, dressing sl- uh, mixed with slaw mm-hmm. and onion rings. Okay. So, come on, it's two pounds. It's a two pound sandwich. Four pounds total. It's yeah. like a gallon of milk. Just something. Yeah, gallon milk five pounds. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, I still wouldn't hold it with that arm. Well, he's not, not holding hold anything it. with that arm. It's all wrapped up around I'm his shoulder. Up. I can get a, ba- a doggy bag and carry yeah, it with that, one hand. I don't think I'm that weak. No, you, you can carry it with no trouble. Yeah. It's you know, it's uh, so. All right, bring it back after she's because she's going to have to clean up and everything. And by the time I get back, yeah, she'll probably be cleaned up, and I'll have her take a look, take a look, and tell her my tell her about the. Yeah. The adventure over okay. at the biochem plant. Wow, she says that sounds amazing. Uh, I wish I got some samples. I wish you had too. Imagine what that stuff might. She says, I wonder what that stuff does to human beings. Well, well you have you have these, you know. Equipment tokens. That's what they're for. Well, I think they're more for things that like. They're for things that you need that you forgot to tell me that you'd gotten. 
is what they're for. It's basically to keep the four block things moving that it's, Four things that it's probable that you have yeah. that yeah. you didn't explicitly say you had. Yeah. yeah. Like, my right. digital camera. I'm an investigator. It's likely I have one, but I've never declared it, so I have one. Yeah. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Well, and she's, she's very interested. She says, you know, I have never had an opportunity to really examine a wild man. Uh, I oh. hear they have more than one heart. I actually, I, they actually do, and surprisingly, that stuff that was... That was concu- that that chemical mix was making that made them grow to about twelve to ten to twelve feet tall. That's pretty big. Very big. Yeah. Very scary too. Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I think so. Uh, I, I I wonder if they, it, it, from what you're telling me, they got stupid when they got big. So maybe uh, uh, it made them bigger, but they had a problem with uh, blood flow to the brain because of the distance from the heart. Yeah. You know, I just wonder if that's uh, yeah. so. There, there might be a, an actual limit to their size, their their height. Well, well. Do you tell her about the giant snake thing? Oh yeah. Oh. I, I give her the whole thing. Oh, and while she's, she's, and she's, she's like cutting it she's out. Like, but but you know, he says unless the heart was like in the head, then I don't know how that thing would be able to pump while it's still sitting up at all. That's just. I wish we were able to cut it open and find out. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, of course, it's, you know, big chunks of it were falling everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, well, you know, there's always something new to learn. Uh, but I'm mostly interested in um, in how far I can push the human body before the hinterland makes it snap back. Yeah, so uh, so uh, let's take a uh, The place, by the way, at this point is reeking with the smell of, um, uh, of bleach. She's just blue. Basically, she's spraying bleach and she's everywhere. She's probably just like whatever to it. I'm just like. Well, no, no. She she's got a fan that's just sucking it out. Of the yeah. You know, an industrial uh, uh, fans just sucking the fumes up there. Okay, so, good, good. So good. what you're t- when you're talking to each other, you're yelling this over the the sound of it. Yeah. So uh, and she says, okay, so let's see what we got here. Okay, I have her. All right. She says, that. looks like somebody's been messing with this. Did you? Did you? Was was it looked at at a hospital? No. I, you remember? You, you, the I thought somebody was looking at it. Okay. No, I, I inspected it and I kind of looked to make sure that oh. he wasn't in bad shape, but I yeah. didn't do any surgery. Or yeah. No surgery. He just looked over. I, I, mean, I was just looking for a visual, you know, visual terror right, separation. You didn't tell her that? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well. Just because, because of course, I was running around the brush. Well, you know, the you know the most people in hot in, in the hospitals don't take a dim view of what I do. Of course. So you know, I just. Uh, Prefer to keep it on the down low as much as possible. So she's looking at it. She says, "You know, since this bridging of this strange material that's growing slowly across your body uh, seems to be really effective. It seems to, the uh, I'm seeing really good vascularization and pink tissue um, uh, inside of the the green, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, and." Um, and as a matter of fact, um, I did some measurements. Let's go and take another uh, uh, another picture uh, oh, yeah. of your uh, of, of the hand. Okay. Uh, um, and uh, so she goes and shuts off the lights, and she mm-hmm. takes a, a photograph of it. You know, a, a, a time delay photograph of yeah. your hand, and she turns it back on. And she goes and um, uh, uh, looks at uh, looks at the readings, and she says, "Yeah." He says, "Son of God, you you've increased your luminosity of that hand by at least um, uh, fivefold." 
Wow. So it's a within, very within. What does that mean? Within within twenty four hours. Well, it means it means that the hand is is taking. It means that the hand's living. And it's not rejecting me. It's not rejecting you. Um, it may also be reacting to something. Um, uh, we don't know anything about how this guy actually had his powers. Maybe there's something about you that it's reacting to, and it's actually causing the glow to become more pronounced. Is it, is it, do I notice the green glow? You don't see it in, in regular sunlight, but in darkness you may start beginning to see a kind of a, a green luminosity coming off of it. Okay, but not not high green like a um, a glow stick or anything. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Who knows where it's going to end up? <laughs> I mean, you may end up with a with a, a little you know uh, a big Mickey hand by the time you're done with this. Wow. Uh, but anyways, uh, so it looks like it's going to take. Which is uh, really uh, far beyond my expectations. You are an exceptional doctor. You know, I, I am, uh, but I think that I've, I've got some exceptional material to work with here. You know. How about your samples? How, how, how's that been going? Um, well, it's, uh, I've, I haven't had a whole lot of time to work with it. How did uh, the rat take to the sample that you put on its back? Oh, um the rat did not like that sample a bit. As a matter of fact, the sample ate the rat. <laughs> yeah, and I was a little concerned about that. You know, the way this thing is slowly growing over your body. You know, uh, uh, I would, I would, uh, I would check. Um, well, uh, you might, you might want to keep a, uh, a check on your weight. That's what I'm saying. If you start suddenly noticing a big drop in weight. Might be concerned. So probably the best counteract this is try to match, probably, probably feed my body a little bit more so it can metabolize more. Well, if in fact, pro, yeah, protein. Yeah, it's uh, it's possible that it, it, uh, the rat wasn't getting fed enough, and so it basically started, as you said, catabolizing the rat in order to feed itself more. Mm. So as long as you keep eating more than it wants, then. Um, it may be fine, okay. Uh, however, you know, that, it, that it, it, if it's eating, it's growing. So if you feed it really, really well, it's going to grow probably better, faster. Okay. And uh, you may end up uh, with a, you know, it's, uh, it just, you know, the, if the hair starts getting a lot longer. That, that's also something to be watching out for because that would mean it probably is finished growing and is now growing out. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm totally, I'm totally uh, spitballing it here. Uh, so we're let's, let's so, we're going to enjoy this experiment. But together. I do appreciate the fact that this thing seems to be acting as a good bridge for connecting uh, non-original um, materials together. That could be very, very interesting in my business, uh, and possibly uh, uh, he says uh, uh, I have some animal customers who would lo- love to exchange their hooves for hands, and this has a, a very strong possibility that this could actually make it possible. Well, I shake her hand. I shake her hand with my regular hand. We're gonna probably have to patent this. Yeah. Um, you uh, you can basically she 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 unwraps and says you okay you can have some light duty with that hand oh, don't can, care, can don't I? carry any yeah I mean she's still gonna wrap it up 
You know, yeah, like an ace the... bandage. Okay, no, it's not up here anymore. Okay. okay. She says, it's very obvious to me that the suturing has worked. Okay. Okay, but I just want you to, wor- uh, I just want to warn you that, you know, you don't want to like, you know, try, don't hang from any, any, uh, any window ledges. Don't like try to pick up suitcases with that hand. I mean, any, any light use, carrying something like, you know, picking up a book, you know, whatever. Don't punch somebody with that fist. Oh, no. I'm okay. not. A- not not for at least about okay. two weeks. I just just warning you. This is that that could uh, tear tear things that are tenuously attached. Give it a little more time, uh, and uh, but I'm saying I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, there's uh, uh, at the very it, it may not. Uh, I'm mostly concerned about uh, the attachments of the bones mm-hmm. if they actually do that and that they don't. Um, uh, become calcified, and you end up with a hand that's like a, with a wrist that won't bend. Okay. Okay. Because uh, that's where it's attached. Um, you think? You think? Think I just kind of give it a little? No, no, that won't make any difference. If okay. it does it, I mean, I'm saying if it does it, it's a it's a um, a bodily response. It's a it's a rejection factor when that happens. Okay. It's basically the body saying, "I don't like you. Let me go and shell, put a shell of of, of uh, connective tissue and turn that into bone to seal it off." Mm-hmm. It's a problem when you seal off a joint, yeah, because then it doesn't turn move anymore. So, anyways, it's better than the alternative, which is for to say, "Hey, I don't like you. Let me get rid of you." <laughs> and then all of a sudden you end up with Gumby. You know, there's nothing here. It just flops around on the end of your wrist. That would be worse. Yeah. So, um, but you see, like transplant like metal bones or something or metal claws to fix that. Well, I mean, there's all turn. There's things that she could do. She could try is putting in a prosthetic in there. Yeah. Uh, Until my real hand grows back. Or she can just chop it off and let your real hand grow back. Yeah. There's, most, there's no, very little cases. Things like that are all handmade, literally. I'll go to the side because there's no need for prosthetics. They grow back. People don't bother with prosthetics. Matter of fact, most of the prosthetics you find are used. They were the ones they had before things started growing back. Or maybe they're used by animals who want hands or, because you mentioned, that they want real hands for that, but wouldn't they be using prosthetics too? Do you remember uh, when you went over to uh, Bruno's Vineyards and the yeah. pig had the claw thing yeah. and the spike on yeah. on the end of his his uh, normal hooves? hooves? Yeah. yeah, that's okay. that's the kind of thing you're talking. Yes, but I'm just saying that most most of those things would, but but those are pretty much made for the person, anyways. You know, something that's used. Something that would fit a human yeah. probably wouldn't fit an animal very well unless it was a very lucky kind of thing. And you're mostly going to find those anyways over at New Akron because that's where most of the newcomers are sent anyways because they've got the bureaus for it. Mm-hmm. So we after after hearing the good news, we just I guess um, I'll start eating my... Um, Pramani. Pramani, and she'll eat her Pramani. Yep. She's, she wolfs that thing down pretty good. For a skinny little woman, she... Uh, you must have an ate all day. <laughs> no, I haven't eaten for quite some time. Uh, he says, no, I, I, Pramani sandwiches is a, is a treat. You know, he says that was a, that was a, a very uh, uh, important customer. Pays a very, paid me a very good price for what I did. Oh, really? Yeah. 
You know, you don't mind um, letting me know what you probably were working on since I was sitting sitting here. Actually, I, I, I'm I you know I do believe in uh, the strictest confidence. Well, I do believe in in, in doctor patient confidentiality only because you know you know what I do is still considered in, in some ways to be against the law. Well, and well, and what you don't know, you know, doesn't. Doesn't implicate you either, because you know if you know about it, you're an accessory after the fact. I so, understand. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, I had enough of that kind of business back on old Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard. I've heard what old Earth. Was. Older er, old Earth was uh, pretty provincial when it came to stuff like this. They're a little bit nicer here in the hinterlands. And of course, you know, if you move to a new uh, environ, it's like you're born again. Okay, so it's uh, you finish up, you realize that you've yes. got like about a half hour before your 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 um, oh, your, your countersuit. Your countersuit. So I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead and bid her a good good evening. I'll... I head over to the courthouse as well. Okay. We're not together okay. right now. I don't know where he really went off right. to ultimately, but I figured he was seeing Sasha. But I I'm at the courthouse to meet up with. Katie Steele. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yep. All right. So, essentially, uh, you go to um, uh, you, you check in with the uh, with the, the no the the, uh, the court uh, mm-hmm. secretary. Okay. And uh, who issues you a uh, a seat? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and and tells you. Uh, what your position in line is. Okay. Uh, it turns out that uh, your position in line is poor. You're at the you're you're at the end. Uh, you're uh, so she says you're probably not going to uh, see the judge until eight o'clock nine o'clock. So about two hours. So you actually have yeah. But I wouldn't uh, just in case somebody doesn't show up. I would be if you're not there. You know, or your representative isn't there when the. The judge calls your case; it's immediately thrown out. Okay, so I'm there. So, anyways, but uh, keep this, uh, this this badge on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, uh, he says, it'll it'll allow you free access to this floor mm-hmm. since you're uh, uh, you're you're the accuser. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but if you try to leave the floor, then you're going to uh, you, you probably you will you will not be let in once the uh, the the court is in session. Okay. So, and pretty much you'll be done for the, you might as well just go home. So, the only people who can get in um, are office, uh, uh, in and out are officers of the court. Okay. So, uh, it's, so you can basically go over and water into a waiting, uh, waiting room, waiting for them to go and start letting people into the thing, mm-hmm. uh, at which point you see that, uh, uh, that your buddy's already there. Yeah, um, Kate is mm-hmm. Kate Steele is already there. She's uh, she's she's basically drinking out of a uh, silver flask. She looks at she says, "Want some bourbon?" <laughs> she, she says, "Hey," he says, two colored mitts." <laughs> Don't see that too often. Oh, this is the hand. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Um, Anyways, uh, she hands it to you. Mm-hmm. Take a, I'll take a sm- small swig. Okay. It's, Is this really strong stuff? It's bourbon. It's straight bourbon. Str- oh, straight. Yeah, straight bourbon. 
it's it's pretty smooth for straight bourbon. Ooh, it's not warm. like whiskey. It's it's got this you know nice warm feeling to it. It's actually more like you know a banked fire mm. <laughs> going down your throat. Uh, definitely feel make your stomach feel warm. Uh, and uh, thank goodness I had that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To grease my stomach, so right. So uh, and she takes it back and says, uh, "Like I said, if you don't feel up to uh, any questions, I am your rep. This stuff doesn't affect me at all." <laughs> he says, "I, I." He says, "I was, uh, yeah, I, I had, uh, says, I, I cut my teeth on this stuff, literally. Huh? My, 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 both my mom and dad were alcoholics." <laughs> They left yeah. these. They left these things on the table all the time. And the way that, and the way how things work around here, I mean, yeah. you can you can mess up your liver the entire month, and it'll come back good as new in a, in the next month. You know, it's, it, it, if you're someone who's into addiction, this is one of the best places in the world to be. Indeed. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, pull up a uh, pull. Pull up a bench. There's it's pretty boring here. Um, and uh, and like I said, they're going to call us into the court, um, and it's just we just got to wait. Right. Um, if you got a, a crossword puzzle or a book, wouldn't be a bad thing to carry. I pull out I pull out one of my one of my little books and just thumb through it. Yeah, pull pull my bookmark out and just just begin reading. All right. So she goes and. Um, and she's and she's got this the, the uh, this other person with her mm-hmm. who is uh, got this big briefcase and he's you know uh, she is busy flipping through things and you know and mm-hmm. stuff and she says so everything uh, you got everything she said and they said well says we weren't able to get um, one of the um, uh, one of the statements uh, mm. but uh, we're pretty sure that the uh, that the three statements we have should, uh, well, so certainly to get it turned over to trial. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can't get the, uh, but unfortunately the last, the last one, the one we want, the one we can't get is the most damning. Oh. And she said, and she, she says, so uh, was it? Did it cost a lot? And she says, well, you know, mostly average. Um, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's. Well within the budget you gave us, she said. Okay, mm-hmm. says you know, says you know, I, you know, you do what you do, you know, and it's 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 all very you know spoken in a kind of a lightly spoken, but at the same time you get an undercurrent that that uh, this this person that, that she's talking to is. Uh, um, Uh, is is high, is self motivated mm-hmm. more than more than the money, mm-hmm. you know? That it's that's you know it's uh, there's something more. more there's money. some reason why this person is working with her, and it's it's a story in and of itself. Okay, yeah, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be told here. So yeah, this is one of those stories that you you basically open a fresh bottle and you tell on a dark stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, with lots and lots of that good. Yeah, yeah. So, let me let me. What? Oh, I was gonna say, is Zach still on? Uh, I'm assuming that Dave's still here because it's still cranking. 
Oh. All right. So you get called. Finally, you get called in. Time. I mean, you see a whole bunch of different cases. Yeah. Um, they're uh, uh, and again, these are mostly uh, more high end cases mm-hmm. because the people that are sh- showing up here are important people that have convinced the you know the judge or the the, the powers that be that their their case should be heard at night when it doesn't interrupt their daily stuff. Yeah. So you're seeing a lot of people wearing suits. You're seeing, um, uh, you're seeing a lot of police officers. Is that Elvis? Yeah. <laughs> not, not in this environment. <laughs> uh, but uh, the uh, and finally, your case is called. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you see the two uh, police officers sitting over there, and uh, they uh, they shouldn't be worse for wear by now. <laughs> well, they look a lot better now. Yeah. Of course, they've been. Th- you know, one of them is still. Uh, uh, he's still wearing a uh, uh, an arm thing, and uh, uh, you know, and so he uh, uh, like he's like he's still off duty. You know, mm-hmm. to, to doing day stuff. So they they call you up there, and uh, and the judge is like, okay, um, it's a different judge than the morning judge. Yeah. Okay, it's night court judge. Uh, and he says, "Okay, so what do we got?" And uh, the uh, uh, Kate says, uh, "Your Honor, uh, what we have here is a blatant example of police brutality and uh, and exceeding uh, their authority. Uh, we have this. Uh, my client has uh, and his uh, and his friend." Uh, uh, an animal uh, were going about their business. They were attempting to lawfully leave the airport when these two um, accosted them, uh, tried to detain them unlawfully. Refu- uh, though they did identify themselves as police officers, did not uh, uh, provide a warrant uh, for their uh, uh, for their capture. Uh, and they, uh, uh, and when the my client, you know, uh, resisted just coming along meekly, uh, they attacked them. And my client, my two, and my client and his friend were a force to defend themselves. And he says, "This is where is this other friend?" He says, uh, uh, "This person has has fled." Uh, uh, fearing uh, reprisals by the police force, uh, and has not been uh, has not been heard from by my client or anybody else. Uh, if the police have him in custody, um, I would ask that the court to ban he be presented. Uh, but I have no knowledge of where of where he is, nor does my client. All right. So um, and this is the the uh, and says, uh, so what corroboration do you have of this outside of the, then the testimony of your client? And she said, and at which point she she uh, point, uh, uh, points to her assistant who comes forward and who looks at the judge, smiles this really big toothy smile, and says, "Your Honor, I have three." Eyewitness accounts uh, uh, that, corro- uh, that corroborate the events as we've stated them. And she pulls out, punk, punk, punk. Says these include um, angles of uh, of observation, distances, 
probable distortion of mouse as uh, uh, as as evaluated by the by uh, auditory experts uh, and surveillance uh, experts over at uh, Carnegie Mellon University. Uh, it also uh, includes uh, uh, pictures of the weather, uh, timing from the air uh, of the airport. Um, tower of planes coming and leaving that could have interrupted with their ability to see or hear the events that transpired. Uh, I also have blood samples uh, from them indicating that uh, none of them uh, uh, were under the influence of any hard narcotic. Uh, uh, it, 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 the time that I, unfortunately the time in which I was able to get the samples was too late after uh, the uh, incident to uh, rule out the possibility of alcohol since alcohol is a common beverage during meals, uh, especially at the airport. Uh, however, uh, that does, that is in no way, uh, indicates that they were in fact under the influence of that during the time that they took that. And I would demand, you know, uh, a, um, that the defendants prove that if they, uh, if they were to raise that charge. So uh, there is more information. I have us, uh, and she basically pulls out a folder and she slides it over to the judge. She says, I also have um, extensive information on the history of these two officers um, and uh, incidences of brutality and malfeasance uh, in their past. However, you know, it says I would prefer not to uh, present that in open court being as uh, it would, uh, uh, it's, you know, I wouldn't want to besmirch the reputation of these uh, officers um, due to past deeds, but of course they are relevant. This, and, is, is, is Kate still beside me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is uh, Kate? Yeah. Or did she approach the what? bench for this? I, did she come back? She she allowed her. Yeah, she she basically she came up from where she was sitting by, at, at the at the table, and she came up and just started laying these things one after another. She did that. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna. If Kate came back to sit down, I was gonna say she's good. She's really good. Yeah, she's <laughs> uh, she, she's she's good, and and the and um, and her two friends are even better. <laughs> so, uh, and she really likes seeing police officers get pounded. So, um, anyways, uh, so it's, it's just, uh, I'll leave that with you. Um, uh, if the court, if the court will accept this evidence, um, we uh, uh, that's all we have for this preliminary hearing. Uh, and she, so she's, and then the, they all step back, and you have a little conversation. Mm-hmm. At which point they uh, uh, they. The, they call the police officers up. Uh, the police officers uh, submit their uh, records. Uh, they um, uh, uh, they they basically say that they don't have you know um, any eye uh, any eye uh, uh, any eyewitnesses themselves mm-hmm. uh, since. Uh, uh, well, actually, they. Uh, yeah, uh, they they weren't expecting this level of of, uh, of defense at the hearing. Mm-hmm. And it says, however, we will be sure to uh, 
uh, do our own investigation on the on the people that she mentioned. Um, he says, he says, however, you know, we are, our our records stand for themselves. You know, uh, you know, uh, two career police officers who you know work, you know, who who are, are have various commendations and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, he says, you will you will not. He says they, they these claims of of. Um, of malfeasance and um, police brutality uh, does not stand up to, um, you know, uh, our history as police officers, or at the very least, they you know, they are not. Uh, we he says they they are we are no we are not atypical of um, of of police actions Action. for our, for the department. Uh, uh, in this environment, and she said, and the judge says, "Okay, thanks." Um, and, uh, and basically uh, goes and says, "Well, uh, the uh, predominance of evidence is, uh, I mean, the evidence in front of me is obviously there's enough here to go forward. Um, uh, however, um, I think that it would probably be um, in the best interests of the police department." Um, if um, if they were to seek uh, some kind of a uh, settlement with the people involved, uh, because it's clear that uh, they've done their homework and you haven't, and just how much effort you know what's it, you have to decide what it's worth to the uh, reputation of the police department and the careers of these two officers. For this to go on, he says, "I'm going to set the uh, actual court date for uh, two uh, two months from now." Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, however, um, he says, in, in, uh, due to uh, their longstanding um, uh, service to the people, uh, uh, they no bail is set. In other words, they're not making them pay any bail. Mm-hmm. They don't consider them a flight risk. So, it says, court, you know, it says, and with that, court is adjourned. Any sort of an objection to try and get her to change her mind on the potential for them being dangerous? Oh. Maybe having bold? Yeah. Bail? Yeah. Oh, you... I don't know if you were going to... Yeah. These these officers obviously are probably even a risk to even the civil, civil community. Well, that's something that can only be determined at the end of the trial. This is this, this is the hearing for bail. The fact that you have the, this this evidence is what's allowing this to go forward. Without the evidence that you presented, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. He says these officers uh, have been accused of this behavior, but uh, he says uh, I'm I am aware of their service histories and what they say is true that they have not you know they have not engaged in a uh, Officially, they have not engaged in a series of police brutality that would warrant uh, considering them to be a danger to the to the populace that they serve or uh, a flight risk. So, so what if they, my, my my decision stands? So if they if they say leave and never come back to this environment, then uh, then it will be turned over hit to Hinterpol for them to be re- returned. 
and uh, at which point they would then face uh, serious uh, 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 they would they would face these charges plus uh, very serious charges for contempt of court. And contempt of court in my court is not just a thirty day fine. So I believe I believe they probably I know you understand that they might not be a flight risk, but just in case, just to make sure that I'm going to have to stay here for trial as well. Why don't, they, why don't you just set that they they are not able to leave the environment? Oh, that's already, yeah, that that's already okay. a statement. I'm, you know, yeah, you may. Yeah, I, I, I as a GM, I, I, I should uh, have said yeah, that. Yeah, you may, you may they're not they're like not being placed with bail, but yes, they're still being uh, said that they're not allowed while they are while they are under indictment. Indictment. They're not allowed to leave the environment. Okay. That's what I was considering. That would also be considered contempt of court. Okay. And also flight, mm-hmm. which carries its own fine. Mm-hmm. You know, fleeing, fleeing uh, the court is a, is a is a serious offense in any environment, except perhaps um, uh, Dinosaur Island. <laughs> or Nova. <laughs> which, is, which is actually mostly a... Uh, and, every, and everyone in the court laughs when they hear that. He said, you know, and someone says, yeah. He says, that's usually how you leave. Dinosaur Island is... is 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 by fleeing. <laughs> so, um, anyways, the uh, so and the, brings the gavel down. Court is adjourned. Mm-hmm. That was the last case. You were the last case. Okay. At which point, you know, they you look over and you see them, the two of them giving you the steely eyed look. You know. <laughs> and uh, you know and. They're not going to do like this to you or something like that. Of course, but they're definitely giving you the, the they're giving you the stink eye. I can see the daggers coming out of their yeah, eyes. And, and it's like you know the the this is not over look. So all right, so and they turn around and leave. See you in two months, gentlemen. And 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 they say, uh, he says, or even earlier. Heard that, Kate. <laughs> yeah, he says. Uh, she, she says, "Yeah, I, I'm going to do my best to get the court case moved up too. The sooner we get these guys put onto the uh, onto the iceberg, uh, the happier I'm going to be." That's the that's the Arctic uh, environ where they have a, a prison. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a uh, it's, it's like the it's like the last place you ever want to be, and it's. They literally throw. They basically are throw, throwing you in there and turn, throwing away the key when they do that. So it sounds like the the island from No Escape. Yeah, well, it's it's a, it's, 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 it's an Arctic island, okay. Yeah, and you know they basically throw you in there without you know cold weather gear. <laughs> I mean, there's it's 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 basically a a, a complex under the ice, and and they they basically fly in food, they are drop food. And you guys go out and get, and they go out and get it. It's kind of like you know, um, Escape from New York. You know, they just drop food for them, and they they have their own little yeah, it's, their, it's own, their own their own little society there. We're, we're talking about the same thing, like no escape instead yeah. of uh, a, a, right a, a, a Ray Liotta. Yeah, you know. except he had a whole other group though. That yeah, was, <laughs> and the and the guy with the rocket launcher was hilarious. Right. Okay. So all right. So you're free for now. Uh, she says that's uh, really good. Uh, by the way, did you notice um, what the uh, 
uh, what what we're suing, what we're asking. Yeah, we, you have five. You brought on five, a lot about five charges against the. Yeah, we're asking for um, five hundred thousand new Pittsburgh dollars. Whoa. Whoa. Now I don't expect to get that, but it, that's you know that's what they're going to have to start talking us down from. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Right. So she and uh, uh, so she, and who's her What's her What's her assistant's name? Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Pleasure to meet you, Bobby. She she shakes your hand and uh, good hand. <laughs> yeah. She shakes your hand. And she says says thanks. Uh, I like to do good work. She's, and, and she says, make sure. And she looks at you. She says, you make you make sure you're here in two months. He says, I wouldn't want it to go to waste. Oh, it's not. It is not. Anyway, so uh, Kate says, well, um, based upon what I know, I would say that you have about a twenty percent chance of being of of someone trying to assassinate you in the next two months um, uh, because it's, it's a lot cheaper to kill you than to pay you off. Yeah. Uh, but so my question to you is, is it, do you need me to assign a bodyguard? Some security? Possibly. Yeah. That's possibly. Yeah. That's the, I know that's part of your services. Well, well. it's, it's, there's going to be a t- uh, per diem on it, you know? Yeah. Okay. So charge is the same amount as a regular bodyguard. Yeah, but again, they'd be her her vetted bodyguards, so they would be less likely to be. I mean, we're talking a lot of money here. So, oh, we got someone here. All right. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, she was going to do that anyway. She's a straight shooter. But oh, okay. Yeah, uh, this is the card you want to give to your bodyguard if you get one. Okay. So, the, so you know that person's not going to sell you out. Okay. That's, so, you see what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah. The other one might still sell you out if there's two. You know, it just yeah. depends. If you only want one, if you if you want to be sure, you say I only want one bodyguard, and then you give that card to them. Okay. And now, bodyguard. The, the bodyguard. card was good business, which means that. Uh, if if they get if he plays that card, that means whoever he's making the deal with will honor the deal, no matter what. Now bodyguards normally would not be heroes, so actually they can only take like one hit when he can take three hits. Right? Yeah, but they're maybe beefier. Right, they're going to have very good skills in the areas yeah. that you want them to. So and you know and, and of course if somebody. Uh, around here took like uh, common bond, they could give bennies to the bodyguards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Even though they're not heroes, they can still benefit from bennies. Mm-hmm. As long as someone's willing to give them to them. Enough XP. I might actually get that from my next... I'm just telling you, you know, when you have people with you, believe me, Kate has common bond. <laughs> <laughs> and she's a hero, as we talked about. Yeah. You know, so... Um, all right, so essentially it's, it's like, you know, uh, uh, she says that probably we need to settle up for what we've done so far. Yep. Okay, and, um, and I'll, get, I'll get with you tomorrow about that. Why don't you uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have, I'll have my accountant, you know, <laughs> tally it all up for you. Okay. All right, and, um, and like I say, just uh, uh, I'll keep working on your behalf. And then, like I say, we got one more that we're looking for. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I suggest you find something uh, uh, fairly, uh, uh, you know, remote. Uh, Low key. Uh, well, you might want to spend some time uh, um, uh, touring um, New Philadelphia, for example. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at it real loud. <laughs> I was just down there. <laughs> well, it's a nice place. It's got a big lake. Very much so, and big monsters and big wild men. <laughs> Have you told her about all this? I, I, I make the joke. Oh, okay. He says, <laughs> well, you, with, with says, Dan there. says, you got big wild men out, uh, out here. As a matter of fact, uh, there's some, uh, uh, there's some bounties on some wild men that have been put out by, uh, some of the homeowners up on the hill, up on Mount Washington. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's not a very safe way of spending your time, but spending your, uh, spending, I can tell you that the wild men aren't going to be looking for to claim bounties on you. Yeah. So, whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, shakes your hand firmly. Yes. Yeah. Says, take another swig. You're not in court anymore. <laughs> I, I, I give her a toast to it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I get I get the little crappy uh, thermos cups that they have on the side, little water pour, yeah. pour. Yeah. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she, she hands it over to her uh, assistant who drains it. <laughs> Just, you know. Wow, what a woman. You figured there was about a quarter of it left, and she just basically sucks that down. She probably drank about maybe a four ounces of straight bourbon. It's Whoa. hard to get alcohol poisoning in the hairlands. Right? No, it's very easy to get alcohol. You can die from it. It's just you recover. You know, you don't end up, you know, I mean, anything that's of short-term lethal poison will still kill you. It's the long-term stuff that's, that's less of a problem. Hmm. Because your body... extremely painful, though, because your body has to... Filter it out. Yeah. And it's healing at the same time. So right. it's kind of. So. And uh, she says, okay, well, I'm going to call it a night. And, and, and uh, uh, Bobby Bobby walks off. All right. Bobby is the assistant. So anyway, so uh, there's, there's your buddy, Dan, who's been there yeah. for the whole time. Uh, I I was uh, observing. I, I'm congratulating you on the, the pseudo victory. You know, it could have gone better, but uh, yeah. could have gone a heck of a lot worse. Seems like they weren't ready for it. Well, it's it just there was no way that they it wasn't going to go to trial, considering there were police officers involved. Mm-hmm. The point was that they they were able to. The, the whole point of this it's was the, for them to demonstrate to the police that they were building a solid case, so that the police. Probably will come back with an offer to you, okay? Because nobody wants to go to trial, really, except Bobby. Bobby wants, yeah. wants them to, to, to suffer, but uh, you know, which you, you kind of get that, but and that's probably not going to happen. Assuming, of course, that that's you, another story that once once our dealers are over with, I'll probably ask Bobby out, yeah, for a couple of drinks, yeah. and she can share her story with me, maybe, yeah. Not but, not a date, but just you know. Professional you never person. know. You don't know what her. You don't know what she likes. Hey, she might like big guys with glowing green hands and hairy chests and hairy chests. <laughs> yeah, I mean, supposed I'll, to be. I put a glove on my hand. All right. And uh, you know, the, the, all the all the hair is tufting out around <laughs> your neck. Yeah. So, all right. So, like I said, you too. Uh, what are you going to do at this point? Well. 
So at this point, uh, there's nothing nothing much to do. I, I would like to check in with Eric Beetlebaum at some point just to see how things are going with the plane, make sure everything's good in that regard. Okay. Um, uh, at this point, as the um, obviously the people from the press do you still know where like, the pl- do you know where the plane is at this point? They flew it down to New yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. They flew from in Pittsburgh to Philadelphia. Yeah, and it's out in a cornfield right now. Do you actually know where it is? No. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I I'm just saying it's, be, it's gonna be a, all right. Well, I'll say you because you're you're uh, because right now you don't even have the phone number to that place. Yeah. It, I don't think it even has a phone. It doesn't have at this phone. point, isn't like the bear starting to bring it back, or is that not till the next day? The bear doesn't have it. Does not know how to fly. Oh, he's not a pilot. So he was going David to the plane just to just because he figured sooner or later. Oh, lost David here. Answer. Hey, David. Okay, so um, I'm just saying, is it? Uh, yeah, the only the only communication you have currently is the walkie-talkie from uh, your your group to to the airplane. And of course, as you start heading up river, pretty soon you're not going to be able to talk. Right, to but at least they'll know that I'm heading up river. Right. So right now, there's no communication at all with. But the one good thing about all this is, well, they're still looking for the bear. So uh, you know, it's. We still need to st- stay here for. I'm just wa- I'm just wondering whether or not how how much they're still looking for the plane. Now you have changed the ID on the plane, yeah, so yeah, it changes on its own. Right. Mm-hmm. So is that a crime, by the way? Taking registration. Uh, you know, because uh, well, they arrest for that. Even if every they... environ is different from yeah. every other environ, so there's really no cross environ plane tag system. Yeah. yeah, these are just your own identifier, right? Right. You and could I say think. like. You know, the amazing Spider-Man. That could be the name of your plane yeah. or your tag identifier. Right. right. It's, it's just like a handle. It's yeah. used for a lot of things. It's used, you know, for, you know, so when the guy looks out and he sees your plane moving around, he can tell you what to do. It also is helpful if your plane goes down and they're looking for a plane with this on the on the fuselage. But it's not official like a okay. badge like number at a police okay. station. Yeah, it's not, it's not issued by a central authority. Okay. Yeah, we established that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'd like to check in with Eric Beetlebaum. I have my... Um, so you're going to have to travel down there. But my, yeah. my question is, is um, there was a police investigation around, you know, they had accused me of shooting the uh, newsprint um, place, and they didn't really pursue that charge any further. That was a week ago or more. Right. And they had dropped those charges. They probably just decided not to pursue it. There wasn't enough evidence to support it. That's okay. All. So, with that being said, though, if that's a case closed, I would like to kind of reconvene with the plane at some point. Okay. Well, you can certainly call and ask the police. Say, hey, this is Dan. I'm going to mention it in passing to um, Kate. I say, hey, you know, I know you're working for my buddy. I was wondering if you could maybe just look into uh, the status of a case. You know, probably a quick lookup. Okay. What's the case? Uh, I give her the case number. Okay. All right. I say just looking to see if it's something they're still actively investigating or if it's uh, been dropped. Sure. She says, 10 bucks. Done. Okay, where are you at? Right in front of you. No, I mean, I can't answer you in this very second. Oh, okay. uh, well, how long is it going to take to look into it? Probably about an hour. Uh, I think we'll probably be going out for some celebratory drinks. We'll, we'll be at... Uh, you know, the, the bar that, you know, the one that's uh, 
a block away from here that I walked past on the way here that I can't remember the name of. Okay. I'll be at uh, the, the Carnegie uh, uh, Carnegie Pub House um, right down the street by the university. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I'll... You, know, you know the one, I'm sure? Yes. I'm, I'm sure it's it's like four miles that way. Sounds great. I'll have your uh, your, your ten new Akron dollars then and uh, buy a drink. Okay. All right, so she uh, proceeds to, uh, you know, she she basically goes over and uh, uh, picks up a phone and starts dialing, starts talking to somebody, looking at this number that she gave. I leave. Okay. I walk to the bar. I say, let's yeah. go get a drink. Let's go get a drink. All right. And I, I start discussing, discussing to you, and I pull, pull my hand out, and I was like, I, I, I give you the rundown of what happened. I, kind of I think could. I probably know. We've been together for a little while yeah. now. I mean, not what you did with Sasha just now, but I mean, I knew about the hand surgery. I knew about you, yeah. you know, having the hand tossed aside. I'll show you that it's a little bit... I can... Yeah, it's, it's the, the weird, you know, the weird green streaking that seems to follow all his, his, his uh, blood vessels and nerves from his hand up into his hand. It's like, it's like they're literally they... Is, so does it also like extend down to his arm now, or is it just still in the hand? So, well, it's, this was done surgically. They, basically, they took the tissue, yeah. and they bridged over the, the incision, and they also, she was running it down along the major uh, areas where the blood vessels were and such, especially on the underside here. Mm-hmm. So you see like a kind of a, 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 a green um, surgical stitchery on mm-hmm. his arm, you know, and into his hand on front and back. Uh, yeah, and, I'm just showing you, and, like, I can actually squeeze my hand now within 24 hours. Well, actually, what's the green is, is the color of, of the fur. Yeah. The fur has been stitched mm-hmm. there. So he's, right. he basically has this very strange-looking thing on his arm. But he, he, So it looks like it has, like, a strip of fur, like, around looks like his it has, band, a, has a strip of fur around his wrist and up and, and radiating out its strange tendrils uh, onto his hand and arm. Mm-hmm. So... But the nice thing is, is it, it all looks healthy. Yeah. And so he can move it then. I'm, I'm squeezing it. Later that night, you can enjoy a stranger. <laughs> ah, damn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's go get a couple of drinks, buddy. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, stranger. Yes. There's <laughs> a stranger. Anyways, uh, so you, you go out, you have your drinks. And uh, I guess an hour later we'll see Steel walk in. Well, actually, you know, yeah. I, I I try and get some of the craft beers I was looking for earlier. I don't want right. a pail of beer. I've had a pail of beer everywhere I've gone. All right, ponying up a little bit. Okay, I'm looking for some craft bottles. And uh, you know, and while you're there, like a flight, they have like a flight, like a sample yeah. of local yeah. Pittsburgh beers. I have that. Right, and, and while you're there, uh, Professor Trenton Burnaby shows up. Really? Oh. And. Well. Yeah, apparently he likes to go around the craft beer pubs too. <laughs> oh. So who is that? Uh, he's his, the, his contact. It oh. was his. It was his. Well, okay. it was it was the person he, he made a contact with, but he he knows the rest of you guys uh, as far as I know. Who did, were you there before? I was I was with Zach. Okay, I, I went with Zach. All right, and so you might want to introduce him. He's the guy that provided you with the corroboration that the pollution that was in the river down in um, 
uh, New Philadelphia couldn't have come from the Duquesne. Uh, Duquesne steel fabrication plant because the water samples that he was testing on the river showed that there, that pollution wasn't in the water uh, south of Pitts, New Pittsburgh until quite some distance further down the river. Mm-hmm. By the way, I have a question. Um, when I'm going down the river, um, do I pass any other towns other than um, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh? Is there anything between, aside from that one little town I ran into? That was before? it, because that most was... of the towns, the other towns are actually further toward the, uh, the, the mining pits. Okay, because I was I was yeah. wondering, like maybe if I find a newspaper or something. Right. No, Marlowe uh, Dubois is actually uh, uh, west of uh, the okay. downtown There's area of Pittsburgh. Right it's, actually, I had it, yeah. I had it in my tablet, but I yeah. didn't bring the tablets. So. Dubois is actually on the other side of Mount Washington. Uh, Marlowe is the Amish community, but I basically have to be all the way over there before I before I visit that place. Right, so you're you're basically traveling. Out. Is there maybe like a train station in the middle or something? No, there's nothing there. I mean, other than you know, there because there are wild men out there. I mean, unless you have a reason to, I mean, there are people out there growing crops. Okay, and it's but as far there's little stations along the okay, way. Okay, do they have radio stations? Like as in someone, you know, hey, here's the... Nor- normal radios, yeah. You know, AM, like FM. AM, AM, FM, yes. Okay, there is, there is no AM because there's no point to it. This is $8. Uh, but there is FM. Okay, I'm going to listen on, on the FM. Well, I... there's, a, there's a, a bunch of stations. Uh, uh, you're probably close... Uh, you, won't, you can't get the university station there. Yeah. Uh, you might be able to get a university okay. station... Uh, a, you're mostly hearing the ones from uh, Philadelphia. New Philadelphia, which has a decidedly different sound than uh, the New Pittsburgh. This is three dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, New Philadelphia seems to have a much stronger beatnik sound, uh, more toward a jazzy sound. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I was wanting to find out more about like if there's any news, like you know, if they, for instance, if destroying that chemical plant made the news. Not at all. Okay. Not one bit. It's like it never happened. And I guess the EPA guy would not be able to contact me on the boat. Hardly. He did. So. Yeah. I, I guess the best he'd be able to do would be to, like, leave a message at the hospital or something. Right. If you even knew where you were. Yeah. You haven't done anything to try to, communi- to, try to meet, you know, communicate no, with I, people. No, I, I gave him my contact information, but I didn't think about what it meant to give him my contact information. Yeah. Okay. You got I, I think at that point I thought that Zach was going to be staying in a city so he could contact Zach. Right. Also been Zach under not in 48 hours, and this guy works at a government post where he has other That's things. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, but you get to still have some time, at least like another day, yeah. so uh, before we get caught up to what these guys are doing. So... Uh, so anyway, so the uh, professor uh, Trenton comes in and he says, "Hey, hey!" He says, uh, "How goes the uh, 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 the investigation? I see the crime of the century is old news." Well, come on down, come over here and sit, sit with us. We got we got yeah. sto- we got stories to trade with you. Oh, great, great! I love stories. Uh, do, you're very familiar with this. He story. goes and orders a round of, of, of beers for you guys. This is my favorite. So you guys all get some, some craft beers that you haven't had because okay. you haven't gotten to them yet. Okay. And I, I wanted to vote, and I think I was thinking somehow. I somehow I feel like I got to have a beer right now. 
Uh, too bad you didn't stock it. Uh, stock it in the. Uh, That's at the white uh, chip it, store. It did, you didn't stock it, in, or did you? Yes, you did. Okay. There's actually one already in there. I was in that new super cooler thing that Doc Brown put in the boat. Right. <laughs> it's a staple of going on fishing trips to have beer. So yes. you know it would make sense to have a built-in. Yeah. <laughs> there, there actually is a, a built-in refrigerator in the boat. So. Professor, I mean, Professor, Professor, <laughs> we probably just greet each other. Just call me Trent. Trent. Uh, what, you're very familiar about the area south, south of here, correct? Well, not not really. Um, I mean, I, I was out there, uh, I was doing the research and all, but like I said, they, they kind of fired me off the job before I got uh, too, too far south. I spend most of my time, you know, uh, uh, you know, dealing with uh, the uh, you know the industrial um, examinations of stuff here at the uh, in, in Pittsburgh. That's where all the you know all the major um, industry is up here in New Pittsburgh. Not now, of course. There. New Philadelphia is practically a bedroom community. Of course, anything to go ahead and keep bottom line going. Yeah, you know? I mean, there. It, it's funny. You go down there, and, and it's like it's like being a seeing the SCA in, in, in the old days. There's so many recreationists down there. <laughs> you see, they, 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 uh, you know, it, it seems to be like a haven for people who like to to just you know dread because it's like New Philadelphia. Well, then we've got to do the whole you know colon, colonial thing, and they get a lot of tourism down there for that too because there's lots of people from other uh, countries who've never seen that kind of stuff. So, but you know, it's, uh, it's I, I mean I'm more interested in, in serious issues of of uh, you know you know of, of how the hinterland works. Uh, the impact of human beings on the hinterland. Speaking of serious issues, yeah. And then I go ahead. I go ahead and give him pretty much a brief, brief explanation of what we saw with the biochemical plant that we ran into. Down wow. There. He said. He says that's that's really amazing. Okay. I mean, I've certainly heard about the stories of finding the, uh, um, you know, the uh, the Dunkin' Donuts places and. And gas stations like that, but this is the first time I've heard of a full-scale industrial manufacturing plant with no, apparently no uh, consumers. No consumers, unless of course it was built for the uh, wild men. It seemed like it was because when they when they were exposed to that that chemical mix, it huh? made them grow to yeah. two or three times their normal size. Yeah. I Even mean, one of them became a three-story snake woman thing. Wow, that's pretty. But you're not going to hear the news about that. It's uh, well, I mean, did did you bring back like the head or something like that? I wish it got blown to hell by the uh-huh. Pittsburgh police flying in on a flying in on a plane. Well, I can't blame them for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Um, well, I uh, we really should probably send. Uh, I'm glad you told me that. We probably should send out a, a group to investigate the site to make sure it's not causing any long term leakage issues. Bring lots of guns. Bring oh, guys. Oh, okay. there's lots of wild men there. Yeah, well, are they all dead now, or most of them? Well, if they don't die, they get better. It's hard to say, you know, just because just because somebody falls down and stops moving doesn't mean necessarily they're dead. And they might not resettle back in. By and besides, can... there are a lot of wild men out there. But the good thing is, is that they really like the dark, 
um, uh, misty areas. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, uh, most of the environs do not have a lot of dark, misty areas. So uh, they're, you know, we can. Otherwise, it'd be hard to grow food. Yeah. And 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 the, we we do have the farms. Uh, so in that area in particular, uh, there. Um, I'll, give, I'll give them the coordinates, but I we don't and we don't know why they're attacking the people up on the hills uh, on on Mount Washington. I mean, it makes me think that there might be some kind of a uh, historical or religious significance to them. So, yeah, you know, you know, you you put you mentioned that. Yeah, they were around this biochemical plant like it was a shrine of worship of of some sort. Huh. Well, that would kind of lead toward the idea that the Restorkies had made it for them. So, huh? Well, uh, what about you, Dan? What, what, what's your take on it? Um, uh, I don't really have a take on this right now. Sorry, yeah. I'm not responding to a work email. Right. Oh, but, sorry. <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you one. Thing, I'll tell you one thing though is that I definitely uh, want to go down there because you know I took a big hit on my reputation. For them basically fired me off that job, claiming that I was you know in the pocket of people down in the. Uh, well, um, I mean, uh, it's just that they, no one wanted, uh, you know, I was commissioned, you know, by, you know, by the New Philadelphians to do, you know, go and do this. And so when I came back and told them all this stuff, they were, you know, they, I, I, my, my reputation took a hit and, and, uh, I, I won't say that, uh, sure. you know, I, I couldn't live without, it. I am a tenured professor after all, but I'm just saying is that this is something I want to be able to wave in their faces. And say, look, you know, I was right all all along, and if you listen to me, who knows, you know, how much, you know, less, you know, how, how much sooner we could have done something about this, and uh, and and less damage to the people, you know, the suffering, the people that that uh, came down with conditions as a result of the pollution that that was there, and it was not from and New Pittsburgh, and all the and the defaming the people of New Pittsburgh. You know, the big, the industries and such, and calling them fat cats and oh. no, caring about nothing except the bottom dollar. And, you know, there's there's some, always going to be some truth in that. Oh. But, uh, I mean, here's a, a case where they literally were not guilty. And I think that story needs to be told, you know? He says, I think that... Uh, well, they, that, that movement did take a big hit recently. Yeah. Well, because, maybe... Because of, the, because of that nice little lady who manipulated the green man. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of that, you know, maybe I should go talk to that uh, that that uh, reporter that uh, did all that coverage. Oh, you mean uh, 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 Julius Pierce? Is that her name? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, uh, I just. I. I. I've seen her name more often now. You know. I. Uh, apparently, that 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 scoop did her a, a lot of good. Yeah. Um, so maybe uh, she's the uh, she's the person I should uh, uh, do bring this follow up story to. You know, I mean, she did, already did a lot of the work on it. Yeah. Say, uh, uh, actually, professor, a uh, couple couple things. Um, you know, she she's not really the. Um, I I don't think she's the best reporter for the job. Just personally speaking, and you know, I'm I'm sharing this kind of like. Heartfelt, how she really, you know, did me wrong over like a glass, you know, and then another glass. No, the uh, first, the first round of beer. I say, you know, she she is a sneaky, underhanded reporter, very cutthroat. Uh, I I would trust her with a scoop to get it published, but 
Don't trust that she won't twist the words. Uh, <sighs> she'll she's an opportunist. She'll she'll take any cheap shot she can to uh, to get ahead. So I, I really just I don't think she's the uh, the right person to be working with. Not a not a good upstanding citizen. Right. He says, well, Dan, you know, I mean... And I mean, the courts even showed that it was the police that coerced, you know, everything that happened. All, right. all charges were dropped, and, you know, she she wouldn't hear any of it. She was just concerned about getting the story pushed, no matter right. who, it, who it hurt. Well, thanks for the heads up, Dan. You know, you you and your buddies here did me a, a, a big, you know, you know, a big positive here, so... Uh, uh, I definitely won't be bringing the story to her. Definitely. You know, I do want to bring the story to somebody here in Pittsburgh because, I mean, they're the victims. Well, what would you situation. think about maybe taking it to a different paper? Uh, you know, I mean, that's well, that's that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of the thing is that you know, um, well, this I, is really the kind of thing that could do do some good, not just for the people, but you know, you could um, you know shape. Shape more things than, than yeah. just via the story. You know, if you give it to a, a smaller paper that you like, the you University know, Press, possibly. I mean, yeah, it they could, had more. I was could, about to ask if they had could more catapult than paper. the University Press as a uh, not necessarily even like a, a whistleblower, but you know, in a more positive light as a source of community information for the good of the people. Uh, whereas, I'm sure those those boys and girls would love to be seen as something more than the. Uh, uh, about campus rag that they normally Absolutely. produce. Absolutely, and I mean the you know the Pittsburgh Press. They're you know starting to be kind of the the more slanderous paper in town, as I'm sure you've seen a few stories on. Um, you know, could be a good opportunity to bring the the campus press up. Okay. Do they sell Philadelphia newspapers in Pittsburgh? Sure, they do. And you know, if there's anything uh, I can do or, or help out in the story or an interview, I'd be happy to. Work with your, your folks there, too. Okay, well, you, you can, let's you put can, it this way. You can, find one, you can find one in any newsstand. Okay. However, you know, the one the, the, guy, the guys staying around selling newspapers, you know, they're usually selling just Okay, okay. what I meant more is do they sell enough of them that a story that's printed in them will make the rounds and be known by people in Pittsburgh? But you wouldn't want a Pittsburgh-based story in the Philadelphia press. I don't think it would get enough push, and also it may be viewed as like a... You know why? Why not come to a local source? Sort well, of that's thing. one reason why he was going to go to the Pittsburgh Press. But yeah, he you know, the university. Okay. Uh, and I mean, you work at the university too, so it's a good opportunity to to you know help out uh, the university. Actually, as an aside, uh, you you friends by some chance with any folks in the computing department? I've got a, a bit of a, a brain burner that I think could be uh, you know right up their alley. Oh well. Um, Kind of a sure. long, long, I mean, long manuscript, of, you know, various algorithms and things like that to, to yeah. crunch. Yeah, well, I mean, the work I do that there, there's some there's some number crunching that has to happen, and uh, there's uh, and, and you know there, there's a number of people that get paid to do that. So uh, yeah, I, I've got some guys that I could point you toward. All right. Well, there may be a uh, another another big breaking uh, story that we can release through the the campus paper once we get this all translated too. Okay, well that's fine. Um, like I said, I, I have no problem giving do you. Do you happen to have any affiliation with the the campus press aside from just working at the campus? Not directly. Most most of what I do when I do publish is published in through the governmental pr- uh, presses, and it's it's we're talking about journals and and scientific type yeah, stuff. Scientific you know, it's night. it's very dry and and um, forget- make for forget- forgettable. 
Yeah. No, this was the this was this is the biggest thing probably my my career is so far as far as you know something that could be really you know outrageous is as far as you know, you know pollution you know causing you know deaths or even you know big problems and that's so that's one reason I was real happy to get in on it but then like I said when I got booted off the project because I wasn't telling them what they wanted to hear well that's when I you know. Says guys, yeah, you, you got. Uh, unfortunately, when you work for the government, sometimes you got to deal with that. Yeah, but the you know, but that's you know, the government's you know, it it, it, it may turn a half closed eye toward things, but it it's never more than half closed. I mean, if you have the evidence, the government will always look at it and and will probably take appropriate mm-hmm. action. So. Like I said, I'm not worried about the barrenness. If anything, you know, the, the Pittsburgh should be real happy about this because it exonerates them and it gives the people in South Philadelphia confidence that it's over. And unless the Restorkies build the stuff again, well, they they're not known for doing that. I mean, once you uh, once you go in and start using something, they're done. But if if the Restorkies are actually building it at the request of the wild man, has been suggested. They could build no, something. No, I'm not saying they, they, they requested. I'm saying they did it for. I don't think there was turkeys take requests. Anyway. Yeah, they just they, they just. Well, saw, they don't take requests. They just saw humans. something that maybe the would be of use to the wild men, and and just made it. I mean, I, I mean, most of the stuff that you know, they, it's not like they go and put the bat uh, like a basket of robins right next to a you know a, a, a build one right next to a childcare center, okay? <laughs> they, they build it out in the middle of the forest somewhere. I don't know. Maybe they're thinking that you know, maybe we need to spread out or something or what. I don't know. It doesn't seem to any rhyme or reason a lot of times. Um, Let's put an ice cream shop at the top of Mount Everest. Yeah, I mean, it's... they. It's, I don't know. Maybe they just like making stuff. Uh, but... Uh, put a tanning bed salon in the bottom of a volcano. Yeah, well, you know... <laughs> Yeah. They just do. They just do it. Well, the, the one good thing about that, of course, is that since nobody would want to use it, the maintenance would keep it going, and you could you could uh, harvest it for the rest of your life, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely uh, uh, call call my office uh, uh, tomorrow morning, and I'll have the uh, the phone numbers and and office numbers for those guys I was telling you about. And uh, and I'll definitely uh, uh, I'll be definitely talking to some people tomorrow about getting a, an expedition over to that site and make you know and, and do an you know do an environmental impact on it, and then we'll be able to present uh, concrete evidence uh, conclusions to both sides. Your friend, your friend, uh, those guys. Oh, do you know that I actually took water readings? Do you? I have no you idea. Gave all, you gave all of that information. I gave it to the EPA guy, but you gave it to all. But I mean, do you know that I have such? No, I was in a, okay. I was in an airplane flying back. Okay. Like you went to Doc Brown's house. There's no way I could do all that. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I, I'd taken the readings before, so I might have mentioned it. But I guess not. Well, I was kind of on the. Uh, Hey, Natasha's been kidnapped. Let's rescue her, and then immediately post rescue, we took off on an airplane. So. I highly doubt you were like, oh, no, okay. my girlfriend, by the way, water readings. Yeah. You know, yeah. That seems yeah, pretty okay. unlikely. You were you were very concerned about the uh, the state of your, your girlfriend. Okay. 
What about your friends who um, helped helped help shoot some of the wild men? You could probably hire those were his henchies. Yeah, I, I hired those guys. Although I am friends with uh, yeah the one Pete. guy Pete, Pete. Yes. he went to. And, and and Pete owes him uh, you know uh, an introduction to uh, Miss Kitty. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if Pete's uh, calling card. I would have to go back to whatever you know dock, dockside bar in yeah. New Philadelphia that you guys pick him up at. Pretty much. Go to their old stomping grounds. Um, okay, so uh, I finished my my flight of local beer. What did I think of it? Is it is it any good or is it just sort of like meh? It's local. Um, your feeling is that um, it's. It's they're they're trying very hard to create um, a distinct flavor, uh, and so uh, flex of steel, isn't it? No, no, like but, but I mean, the, yeah. But <laughs> at the same time, is that they're not? Uh, but because they're also trying to uh, maintain, you know, some of the uh, temporal aspects, they're not taking advantage of some of the best um, technologies that are available for microbrews today. So it's kind of like they're interesting, but you've tasted better. I was gonna say with all the steel manufacturing and fabrication here, I would think that they would have pretty good, you know, vats and stills and all that. Yeah, they do. Liquor, but. they do. But they, what they don't have is the the, the 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 instrumentation that you know and and uh, analysis that they have. You know, they would have in a modern 21st century yeah. microbrewery. That's what I was going to say, microbrews. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically they're doing the best they can with, uh, in, in a 1950s. But it's technology. a lot of small batch where each batch tastes a little different than the other. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, so you can order the same beer five times and it'll taste like five beers. Separate beers. You come back. Some, some you come back be, five different months. It'll taste different each time. Some of it will be flat. Some of it will be have a little hop, hop in this one, and another one will have. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, I tried the local beer. Um, I I let the professor know I'll, I'll uh, reach out to him in the morning. Yeah. Uh, actually, if you're looking to send an expedition out that way, uh, I actually have some business just south of there in uh, New Philadelphia. So, uh, might you know if if you think it would help the story or help the the folks, I'd be willing to. Or are you, are you going there right now? Uh. I mean, I don't really have any business here in New Pittsburgh, so I mean, well, you would could, be a good would be a good opportunity to to head there. Right. Well, you can uh, couple days. Uh, you could uh, 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 bring a copy of my initial findings uh, to my pal down. Uh, I, I know uh, my my contact down there in the EPA down there in New Philadelphia, and he gives you the name, which is the same name as the guy you talked to down there. Okay. Uh, okay. And that, so he said, "Oh, I already have it." All, uh, well, no, he doesn't. He didn't out. have this guy's initial read. Yes, yeah. you know, and it should match what you did, yeah. which is corroboration over time, which is better. Mm. I'll make sure to uh, re- reach out when uh, we get in that area. But sure. yeah, if um, you know, I'll try and reach you in the morning to talk about um, you know some some of the folks at the computing end, right? And well, depending, depending on how long that might take, you know, yeah, maybe a couple of days. But I, I am looking to head down that way, so we'll we'll talk more in the morning. But. Right. Well, I have to get a copy that stuff copied anyway. Oh, by the way, um, I would have to have found out about this before, but just in case I did, was there? Did anybody like have a reward for solving a pollution problem? No, okay. nobody was even acknowledging that there was such a pollution. Okay. Free hugs for whoever solves the pollution. Well, you know, I mean, if you get together with the uh, people that were, uh, uh, 
you know, uh, I mean, they, they looked they looked like a very uh, tree huggerish kind of group. I mean, you might get get into a get a chance to get involved in a love in or something. You know, if you show up and say, "Look, I proved this," you know, he says. Uh, but of course, they they probably wouldn't hug you when they found out that you killed blew, the green you blew up a pollutant plant. Yeah. But maybe blowing up plant, blowing up chemical plants might be right up their alley. But it, it might it might actually get you know, destroy the environment though. Yeah. It might, but it might get you it might, it might get you at least one love in. You know. And they they also might be upset that we killed the green man. I mean, yeah. Obviously, I would mention that, but well, no, they no. might like have read newspapers I'll, and know it. You know, it's can, okay. Uh, Bruce, tell us a story. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, um, you know, your character can do whatever your character yeah. wants to do. All right, so the next day, you, you you get that information. You, you, you pick up a you pick you pick up a pack. You will you will at some point pick up a package that has all the photocopied material that he wants to send out to his counterpart down in um, in New Philadelphia. So I set out early to. Uh to, to work with the folks in the uh, computing department as okay. well. Uh, I actually feel like this would best be done on site, uh, opposed to just phoning it in. Uh-huh. So I uh, I do go to the university in person because I would have to pick up that packet anyways. Right. And I chat with uh, the professor. Uh, I, I ask him who you know who, who some of the better people are to speak with in the computing department on his recommendation. Right. Right. And if he has the ability to, you know, either broker an initial interaction or just let him know that, you know, I'd like to uh, speak with them as, as kind of a, uh, uh, I, I know sometimes students for, say, like a final project or a uh, team project accepts uh, community-based um, sponsored roles, sort of. You know, local businesses that have a project they need, something like that, people can do for like a capstone project. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to check to see if there's any, um, you know, any sort of a, you know, computing club or something I can reach out to to have them assist. Um, well, so I'm looking for a few what? things. It looks like he's pussing up here. No, 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 leave, leave him alone. Okay, that's that's three in one ointment. Oh, it's yes. an antibiotic. Okay, that's why I was kind of worried because <laughs> no. he kept on hitting his head against this, and I'm like, oh my god. So yeah, I, I kind of say, you know, I'm looking for either, like the computing department or a computing. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like a I mean there's a computing department. You know they they uh, uh, it's actually part of the mathematics department. Um, Carnegie Mellon doesn't believe in computer science being separate from mathematics. They just you know that's right. It's an application, a math. Well, you, you have to be from like past a certain year before they start separating those. No, that's the way it is. You, you basically uh, you, you take you take courses in computer science along with courses in math and logic mm-hmm. and other things like that. So, um, but like I said, that's not you know. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely computer clubs. Uh, okay. They're uh, uh, they got some cool stuff. Um, they're, they, they love to, they're always trying to get salvage, you know, different electronic parts and put things together. So, so I, um, head over that way. Okay. I, you know, du- I'm sure they have like a couple labs, computer labs, things like that. Oh yeah. Uh, I kind of duck my head, you know, past, uh, I look through as I'm walking through the halls to get to the professor's room, his study, office. his office. Yeah. Um, 
Do I, do I see a lot of students? Do they look pretty popular or are they pretty sparse? Oh, um, there's there's actually quite a few students. Okay. Um, there's uh, and the use uh, in the computer lab. Uh, it looks like there's about ten terminals. And there do I is, see any flyers on the walls? Like join the you know come see the computer you know club this yeah, Thursday at sure you know anything um, for that day that that particular day uh, later um, in the evening. Trying to use some of my cop skills to, you know, really kind of case the place. Right. Um, nothing for that particular day. Uh, however, on the weekends, uh, they usually are, uh, uh, they get together for, um, you know, Frisbee. Um, uh, or a name, like, you know, come join the computer club this Thursday in room blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. ask Jamie Smith for more details. Right. Well, yeah. They, is, there, is there a name on any of the flyers? There's a there's a, um, a there, yeah. There's a name and phone number. Oh, like a club rep. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I write that down. See, one of the nice things about being in the university is the dorms have phones. All okay. the dorms have phones. I, I jot down that number um, right. as I'm I'm going past and I, I fold it up and put it in my uh, pockets. Oh, I thought you'd probably just digitally take up. I take pictures of some things, but. Yeah, I mean, that uses up battery power. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right. so I make my way to the professor's office. Okay. Um, Am I within the posted office hours? Should he be there? For uh, computers? Or are you talking about... You're talking about Trent. Either the head of mathematics or the head of the computer sciences division. Um, If it's early, the the professor's probably teaching class. (laughs) Okay. Usually office hours... Are in the afternoons. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, you know, check if there's a secretary or anything. Available. Sure. Uh, I ask the secretary. Uh, I say, "Hey, good morning. How are you doing today?" I'm doing great. You beautiful look. day outside. Beautiful inside. Heard there was a terrible storm down <laughs> in New Philadelphia. Thank goodness it didn't get up here. Absolutely. So I still have a snowball from that other one that that snowstorm that hit us. About a week ago. Mm. How old's the secretary? She looks to be she looks like a student. She looks to be in her uh, mid twenties. <laughs> no. Why not? <laughs> um. So I say. So what time's the uh, professor supposed to be back? The. Uh, um. Okay, and and you identify the professors. Well, I'm. Just, I don't know if it's a one secretary per department or a secretary per a few. Pretty people. much for per, per department. Um. The I, I I what's the name of the person? I didn't receive a name of the head. Of okay. It. Uh. It would uh. It'd be Professor Oasis. Um. Uh. Who's uh, the spare paper? Yeah. Just you. I'm assuming you don't want lined. I actually lined is fine. I just lined is yours. Lined here, Ken. I think this is yours. That's not. It's not mine. Not mine. Is I guess this is Bruce's. Yes, it's, it's all mine. I've oh. got a whole bunch of them. I just bought them. It's all mine. Okay, lined is yours. Okay, so uh, yeah, so it's a Oasis Lane professor. So I say I'm here to see uh, Professor Lane. Uh, do you know what time Professor Lane would be back? Professor Lane is normally uh, uh, has office hours between one and three in the afternoon. 
uh, after lunch. A- any sort of an availability for non-students? Uh, I'm not obviously uh, here to see him during office hours to discuss anything well scholastic, but uh, I don't know if you. Uh, I mean, if those are the only hours of availability. It's it's well, if you uh, if perhaps you, I can catch him between classes or something. If you need. Uh, you could try to catch him between classes, but it would there wouldn't be much time because uh, he would be going, he'd be preparing for his next class or whatever. But that's entirely up to the professor. Uh, I'm just saying his state office hours between one and th- and three. Um, you, uh, 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 I would I would be glad to take down your request for an appointment. Um, after that time period is an open it's it's an open office. So you can basically show okay. up and and talk to him if he's available. Uh, um, if you want an appointment, I'll certainly go and take it and put it into his office, uh, and um, he will either see it before he goes to lunch uh, and and authorize it, or he'll see it when he come goes to his office hours. Um, all I can do is make a request. He doesn't actually have any official uh, you know times that he has appointments for it. Um, uh, consultation periods with the professor before uh, finals. Sure. No, that makes perfect sense. Um, so a little, little unorthodox, but um, let me get your phone number. I'll, I'll give you a call and just check if he, he's possibly available. Does that, does that work? I'm making a persuasion roll to try and get her number. Oh. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be a persuasion of a four. Okay. She goes and, and takes a slip of paper, writes down a number, and says, here you go. No problem. Say... Okay, uh, that that just rings here. Yes. What what about your you know maybe your personal number? Maybe uh, give you give you a call a little little you know later. Discuss other things. Ah, uh, that's a nine on the charisma. Um. And I, I flip my hair as well during this. Oh, she, she says, well, she says, I'm, I'm afraid that uh, if you called my personal number, my uh, my husband might pick up. <laughs> you don't. She says, or at least that's what would happen if I was actually married. <laughs> I say so. Uh, yeah, sure. Here you go. She she hands you her phone number. She writes another number down underneath it. But I'm going to be here, you know, until like four o'clock. Oh, sure. I mean, uh, you know, after I've seen the professor, maybe you know, give me a call to go out for drinks or something. Okay. Real nice. So. Um, while while I'm chatting with her, I, I actually say um, so. Outside of uh, Professor Lane, I, I saw some you know posters up on the way over for the, the computer club. Do, uh, do do you happen to uh, know if what name of person? Oh, I don't know what the name was on the. Um. Well, it was. Uh, you said there was a name and a phone number. And the nice thing about the dorms is they have phone numbers, but you right. didn't tell me what the name was. Well, it was, it was Jamie. Oh, I, I said it was Jamie. Yeah, that's right. You said Jamie. Yeah, it was, it was Jamie uh, Goldman. So I say, uh, Jamie Goldman, I, I see that he's... She. 
She. Okay, I I, I thought that since it was uh, E E Y, it would be a, a he, but it's I E. Oh, my apologies. I, I guess I just recall it wrong. Uh, Miss Jamie Goldman, do you know if she's um you know in in one of the professor's classes right now, or do you have probably? Any... At least she'll be in one of his classes this morning. I, I didn't know. Perhaps she was maybe a, a teacher's assistant or, or something similar. Um, she's not. Um, uh, she's not a graduate student yet, but um, it's pretty clear that she will be. Okay. Yeah, she's she's definitely on the doctorate track. Well, fantastic! I, I was very interested. I saw some uh, information yeah. on the computer club and thought I'd, um, yeah. you know, stop stop in and kind of see what they're working on. Yeah, she's. Uh, uh, she actually has a a lot. You, She's not around as much as you might think because uh, she's kind of bucking the trend around here. Uh, she's been uh, trying to get better computer equipment for the university. I mean, for personal use of, of uh, by students. And uh, she's bucks uh, against the regents who want to stay with the whole 1950 computer tech, you know, everything technology mm-hmm. kind of thing. And... Uh, she keeps, you know, and so she's been trying to uh, uh, find sources uh, or at least uh, like-minded people to go and find uh, better computer technology, you know, things like um, tablets, um, other types of things. And she does a lot of flying. There's a lot of traveling about. That's so, so, so a lot of times she's not around. Uh, but, but she is probably here. Today. Well, yeah, because it's it's the it's the school week, so she's going to be here. Sure. But but uh, I would not be surprised if she'd be gone this coming weekend. Gotcha. No, that that makes perfect sense. Uh, yeah. I actually think think I may have a uh, a really interesting side project that could bring some uh, notoriety to the university and the computing department, and possibly you know open up some extra funds or um, you know change change the perception a little around. Well, I'm uh, sure she'd love that. So. Uh, I'll, I'll look, look forward to meeting her, but yeah, I'll uh, definitely call on you again later. Okay. I'll be waiting. Dan McCoy, <laughs> Casanova. Card player extraordinaire. Like, that's all he's, or Bruce is like, you're not you're not going to get with this person. Like, <laughs> there's, but wait, there's more. Yes, if I play my cards right, <laughs> I can get whatever I want. <laughs> and whomever. All right, so... Would you like to know more? Yes. <laughs> All right, so... Um, so, lunchtime comes and goes. Um, you, uh... Um, if you check back or call her at the I pop, office... I pop back in during the stated office hour. Okay. Uh, the, the professor, um, uh, Oasis Lane, is there. Okay. Uh, he's, he's apparently talking to uh, a student who's having trouble with the homework. Looks like a very complicated diagram, um, and uh, a lot of, of print sheets of, of various kinds, and um, like code, like lines and lines and lines of code, and and the uh, um, yeah, and, and the kids complaining, saying, "But you know, I really, you know, I don't know why I have to write it in this language," and he, and he says, "Because we have a computer." That has the time available for your project, but it, but it's uh, the only software we have for that computer is uh, a software that is uh, that where the code is positionally based. And so, if you want to get your project done and uh, and 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 
graduate, you know, and, and get a good grade in my course, then I suggest you apply yourself to using the technology that's available to you. Smarts and check? Is it COBOL? No, it's, it's actually, um, uh, I can't think of the name of the stupid thing, and I had to learn it myself. RPG? It is RPG. Okay. It is RPG. Ew. Ew, see, another person. Yeah, so I, I, I think that's better than COBOL, though. COBOL's... Well, you know, COBOL has the advantage that at least you can write it, you know, in a text editor. It takes about three pages of code to output Hello World to oh, I, a... I, I know, I know, I've done it. Yeah. I'm one of the few, you know. <laughs> I, I got hired by the foundation. The first thing they asked me to do was modify a COBOL program. Uh, and I did, and that was the last time I ever touched COBOL, ever. <laughs> I audited the class in, in college because I thought I would never need it. Didn't even bother to get a grade for it. I taught it in high school. They, they taught it in my high school, and yeah. I was uh, so good at it that they asked me to be a TA the next year for, for that class. It was in our career center. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we, we did a field trip to the IRS, and um, they, were, they all they used... Cobol there uh, for almost right. everything, and they were like, "Yeah, and blah blah blah." And if you wanted to dot dot dot, and I was like, "Oh, you would just you know this here add this function, do this thing, and format." And they were like, oh, "That works so well. Like, you should you should apply for a job here." So, I, but I did not want to do Cobol programming at at the IRS. Okay. All right. Uh, are you still with us, uh, Dave? You betcha. Okay, Dave. I think this is a moment where we should have an interlude. Where you tell something uh, based upon the things that are happening in, to your character in the game, you should give a reflection upon something that happened in your character's background. Tell us a story, Dave. <laughs> well, uh, he, he was in a crossroads at some point, trying to decide upon his uh, uh, which course because he, he he was not he had a strong interest in history and research. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, while he was doing that, he actually uh, decided to partake upon uh, 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 an adventure, which nearly killed him, uh, because he was a little bit foolhardy. Do tell. Uh, well, uh, he, he was. Uh, he had found some some ancient scripts, and so he was. He, he was, and basically. He broke several rules, uh, customs. Uh, he was on an archaeological dig. He was an apprentice, and he wanted to make a name for himself. But unfortunately, uh, he was a little bit headstrong, not as wise as he was right now. Uh, maybe, perhaps not the best way to say that. But uh, he took some short ends, violated some of the the customs and, and protocols. And nearly uh, resulted in an unfortunate misunderstanding with the archaeological party. Th- that being, uh, they were almost arrested and, and so, uh, were facing severe penalties and a long time uh, jail uh, jail time. But Coors, Coors has prevailed. Uh, n- not to mention that his party was also was about to. Uh, being incarcerated and also subjected to uh, nearly got the uh, nearly got them killed, uh, but Kumar had prevailed, and uh, he learned a, a very strong lesson, 
And so he's a play that going forward uh, is very meticulous. Uh, he's yeah, so he he's learned a valuable lesson. Uh, he still has an adventurous streak, and sometimes gets us into trouble. But in, in, in the long term, he he has developed a strong appreciation for history, the consequences, and the learned a lot from his reaction. Okay, well, thanks. All right, so uh, you talk, uh, you're there talking to Professor Oasis uh, uh, Lane, uh, Dan. So, All right, so he's finished up with the student then? Yep. So what I do is I say, Professor Lane, uh, good afternoon. Uh, my name is Dan McCoy. Uh, good day, Mr. McCoy. You, you may have heard of me from the news, but uh, don't, don't believe uh, the hype, good or bad. The newspaper. Yeah. Uh, it looks puzzled. Yeah. Okay, so um, I I say, ha. well, with that being said, I know sometimes there are local uh, businesses or individuals with uh, projects people may, may wish to undertake as part of a, a group or capstone. Uh, I know the computer club sometimes probably also takes on independent uh, projects, but yeah. uh, I We have, do that all the time. I have a uh, manuscript which is very heavily... Um, coded uh, in, in multiple ciphers, and we have the key to deciphering it, but uh, uh, we're looking at approximately, you know, 200 man-hours, I would say, to fully translate everything, and um, could probably be coded up in, you know, two, three hours. Um, was curious if that's a project you'd be able to uh, assist with, or have a, a student assist with for either you know, an extra credit uh, opportunity if there's somebody, you know, that's slipping that could use the assistance or uh, maybe even just, a, you know, a, a simple group project to, um, you know, some people that you, you know may, may need a little financial assistance and would be willing to do some extracurricular work. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, you do understand that uh, it would there would be a fee paid to the university for this particular service, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I would expect nothing uh, less of... Uh, you know, any sort of a, a professional engagement. Okay. Um, let me, uh, what, you know, not, not to, to question your, your statement, but we find sometimes that, you know, people who are not computer professionals don't really understand exactly how much time certain things are, certain parts of a project are going to take. So, um, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, why don't, uh, like if you can come back at, uh, four o'clock, um, mm-hmm. uh, Actually, three. In two hours? Three, yeah, three, three o'clock. Uh, when my regular office hours are, are over, uh, then I would be glad to go over this and work up a, um, a, a realistic estimate of the, the time and effort that my department would have to take in order to accomplish your goal and tell you how much it would cost. Absolutely. That would be perfect. I'm more than happy to come back. I would... Um Ask that if, if possible, uh, Miss Jamie Goldman, who I know is one of your uh, one of your star students. Uh, well, she's certainly a very talented. I, I, w- I would ask that she she maybe be there as well for the consultation, as I think it's something that um, uh, I'm told that she's attempting to procure newer equipment and, and seek fu- seeks funding potentially for that. 
Um, yeah. I, I believe this is the type of project that could, you know, gain some notoriety for the university uh, based on the materials looking to be um, translated and published. And outside of that, uh, I think it would be a great opportunity. If that's something you think she, she may be interested in, I'd, I'd like to have you extend the invite to her as well. Do you personally know Miss Goldman? Uh, I don't, but I do know that she heads the local computer club. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the initiatives that, that I'm told that they're seeking is um, to procure new equipment. And, oh, yeah. And I think that um, having additional funds and possibly some notoriety for the club and its efforts could, you know, perhaps uh, lead to those initiatives being fulfilled. Mm. Um, does he I, seem to like this or not like this, by the way? Does it, does it seem like he's one of the people that's opposed to upgrading technology? Uh, or well, does he seem interested as I'm mentioning this? He seems like... Or indifferent. No, no, he seems like he's not really keen on the idea, but at the same time he's not really resisting it. It's kind of like, you know, oh, I've got to work with that girl, you know, and or she's really talented, but oh, I've got to work with that girl, <laughs> that kind of thing. So he says, I will uh, definitely, um, uh, I'll, I'll have the secretary try to reach her, and um, and since you wish it, uh, and we'll see what happens. Great, I appreciate it. Thank she may so not much. have time to to do this project if she does. Um, and it's a good fit, uh, but ultimately it, it will be my decision as to who gets assigned. Absolutely. We'll, we'll speak more at uh, 3 o'clock. I thank you for your time. Sure. Uh, as we're, we're heading out, I wink at uh, the secretary lady whose name I didn't receive. Oh, you didn't? No, I have uh, Jamie Goldman and Oasis oh. Lane uh, listed. Okay. I do have her digits, though. Yeah. She wrote it. I have her name. She wrote it down on a slip of paper. Um, I just don't know what that name is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay. It's uh, 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 Chatrice. Uh, As in Chat Rice. Yeah. <laughs> Orleon. All right, I say... She appears to be a dark-skinned French girl. Okay. I, uh... Give her the eyebrows on the way out. And, uh, I, I also find try and find the, the nearest campus phone, which allows for dialing of numbers, not just, like, a pickup for emergency. Yeah. Uh, and, and I attempt to give, uh, Jamie, uh, Goldman a buzz independent as well. Okay. Um, Any sort of an answer on the line? Okay. I don't know if Jamie's in class, but I know a lot of times people in there are closer there's, to senior years often have big gaps. For right. There's before. plenty of um, uh, th- there's plenty of payphones okay. that you can use. Okay. I'll pop a penny equipment yeah. into one. Okay. All right. Um, it rings. Um, she's a busy girl. Let's see if she's there. And she isn't. So, at least not at that point. Okay. Um, there is no answering machine. Um, as a matter of fact, I will give you another roll just in case her roommate is there. No. All right. All right. Fair enough. 
So. So I, uh, for the next two hours, attempt to find something interesting going on. Okay. Uh, I don't know what, what there is interesting if it's uh, nearer to finals, meaning a lot of people are just very studious, or if there are like cool campus activities, like people sitting out on the lawn playing instruments or something. Uh, there is some of that. Um, the uh, probably the most interesting thing for you uh, would be uh, there is some. Uh, 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 th- there's a couple of classes where the apparent if you go to the fine arts building, mm-hmm. there apparently there are some painting classes going on with nude models. Okay, I I walk by and I I glance and yeah. I give it like a not so bad you know, yeah eight out of ten. The uh, <laughs> the model that you're looking at is not particularly attractive. Uh, but uh, is totally nude, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, all the... I, I maybe go to their library for a little bit, and you know, it's a is, big library. Is it is, is it open only for students, or is it the, a community? The actual library itself is open only to students. However, uh, there's a big sign that says that. Uh, uh, is this, you know, this is a, a closed library, you know, student access only. However, uh, this is the, the uh, Carnegie Library uh, is uh, three blocks uh, that way with an arrow, uh, which is a public library. I walk to the uh, public library then. Okay. Well, this is another huge library, and it contains, you know, millions of books. I'm, in particular, um, just trying to get all my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a Morse code reference. Okay. And I'm going to take a um, picture of that. I'm going to find a secluded area so that, you know, nobody sees me really, you know, trying to get the shot just right and taking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I turn flash off, of course. So okay. No amateur photographer, although I'm not a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, I, I just make sure that that's nice and clear because I know that that will be needed for um, a reference. Sure, sure. Uh, I also go and look at a couple books on computer programming because I want to, you know, learn a little bit of the lingo, if nothing else. Maybe just look through like an index of like key terms and right. stuff like that. Uh, uh, that player player knowledge, I can obviously speak to them. Character knowledge, I'm sure if I was talking programming to someone. Um, you know, they could pull the wool over my eyes, or they could just speak in a lot of terms I wouldn't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some. Uh, uh, there are uh, a couple of introduction to computer science books uh, that you find in the card catalog. Okay. And uh, and the, they are in the um, uh, they are in the reference section. Uh, you get up there, you find the books. Um, you pull, you pull them, they they look in almost pristine condition. You pull them off and you realize that these books all have publishing dates of 1950. Um, and, uh... It's a lot of, lot of pigeon in there. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... Um, and they, they, they cover the fundamentals of computer science, but they're clearly, everything is like an IBM... Big IBM 360 thing, and uh, it's hard, you know. Uh, 
it, it, the, there's no talk about personal computers or any language other than like uh, COBOL or um, uh, Fortran or any of the other uh, and, and, and possibly even assembly language, right? So, uh, but the principles are, are the same. They talk about registers. They talk about uh, input, output. Well, I mean, pro- programmatically with a newer-ish machine, I would probably solve it using a, a function and like a two-dimensional array where I would have you know, the actual letter uh, on the second value, and I would have the Morse code on the first. That way I could pass the Morse code to it, do a lookup as to where it is in the array, and return the corresponding letter. Um, so, I mean, I'm just trying to learn anything that would let me kind of communicate my my thoughts, sort of. Right. It's a two-step process. You, you know, you pass this thing at it, and you look it up on this chart. And then you get the corresponding value, and then that turns into a letter, and then you have words. Like, I want to be able to communicate those thoughts, even if I can't tell them technically how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the largest part of the project is actually going to be doing data entry. Right. Uh, or maybe it's not data entry. Maybe it's no, somebody it's... sitting in front of a computer, and it's, you know, press next character, and you press the next character. It's like... You press, you know, A through F or 0 through 9, and then you say if it's the light or the dark text. You know, you, it's, it's like every letter you, you, you type, and then you say it's a light. You know, type, and then it's dark. You know, type, and then it's light, sort of a thing. I don't know if that would be the most efficient way for them to do it, since they would have to basically type out the whole book in code. Well, they're going to have to type out the whole book, either one, le- one letter at a time and store it, or one letter at a time and process it in real time as they do it. Well, they may not have to store it. It could actually output directly to a piece of paper. You know, they could print one letter at a time. If it's a dot matrix printer, you know, where they can control where the ribbon's going, it doesn't have to be a whole line at a time. Well, you still have to type in each letter that's on the page of your book that you're translating. Sure, but I'm just saying there wouldn't be a and store it. It would be well, I'm saying you push, you push what? dash light and right. it outputs A, or you push, you know. I know. Uh, but what I'm saying is, is it's going to be, you know, either they they take they they put it in, and it, and they process it, or you push, as you say, push a letter that represents mm-hmm. what the the code is on the page, you know, and yeah. just work your way through the book. But I, I do realize with such a lengthy book, that's going to be the bulk of the time spent. Yeah. Um. So you know, I just want to kind of get a feel for for what. Um, and I, and I don't want to speak to them, you know, in, like, like I'm a brown belt, sort of. Um, you know, I want to make sure that whatever I'm saying is yeah. informational and helpful, not trying to run the project. Right. Um, yeah, it, it, I, I want to be real clear, because I think you're not you're misunderstanding, is that the, the, the codes are basically just numbers from zero to nine. You know, so someone just has to type them in. You know, it, it could have multiple people typing. Does know. text recognition exist in this world? Uh, it does, but but it would you, you'd have to talk. The club would be more likely to have something that would do that rather than the university itself. Yeah. And, and 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 that would be some probably some really expensive stuff because that would be something that they would you know that would be some equipment that wasn't easy to come by. You know, we're talking about you know television and then yeah, a lot of processing behind the things because it's got big iron. And the big iron probably does a lot of really fast processing, but it's not designed for doing. Um, well, it's just it doesn't it, it it's doesn't have the 
some of the better later, later languages, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's still working within a 16K programming space. Sure. And you got to remember, until 1970, everybody did manuals and computer journals that big, about over, like, 2,000-word pages. Well, Man. way back when they were just doing everything on, like, punch cards and vacuum tubes. Right. Yeah, but they literally is... Some of the, you're not going to get a For Dummies book, <laughs> book so you can go ahead and kind of know their tech foo at this time. No, no, I'm not trying to necessarily learn the tech foo, but I'm trying mm-hmm. to be able to articulate. Yeah. I mean, I think as somebody with knowledge of computers and, and yeah. world experience, I could dumb it down and I could say, you know, look, there's this table, there's, you know, the Morse yeah. code on one side, there's the letter on the other. Uh, there's this book, and here's essentially what you do. You take this, you add that or subtract that, it's going to give you the Morse code. Take the Morse code, you look so up the letter, looking, and you move on to the next one. You're looking you, for more of a cryptograph, cryptology book, more uh, so. No, I'm not. Oh. I'm, uh, because I already own that book. Yeah. That book is in my bag. Well, one of them. But, a yeah. book. Yeah. Um, well, probably a more comprehensive book than you'd, or as comprehensive as anything you'd find in this library. Yeah. Because this is built, you know, this book is made yeah. by people from all the environs with all the assembled. Yeah. You know, or one guy who knew a lot. Or one guy who was like a master on the subject. Right. But, um, but yeah. He charged a lot of money for it. Um, so what I'm looking for is just a little bit of a you know computer primer, maybe so I can articulate words like scan or output, yeah. you know. Right. Get the right jargon down. A little bit of the jargon, at least, to where, sure. I don't, okay. to where we don't mix concepts and I'm able to effectively tell them what I want. Right. Okay, so you do that and um, use up the time that you have until the four o'clock, three o'clock meeting. Mm-hmm. Go back and um, let's uh, let's see if he was successful. Do vending, re- do vending machines exist in this world? Sure, sure lots of them. Uh, are there any outside the library? Uh, yeah. What kind of soft drinks are in it? Uh, actually, you're not, you won't see any soft drinks in those vending machines, but there's everything else. Candy, you know, um, uh, You found a fountain in the store. Why wouldn't there be soft drinks uh, in vending machines? Well, I'm just saying, cigarettes, um, uh, soft, uh, not sorry, uh, candy, uh, snacks of various kinds. Uh, there is a water fountain there, though. I take a drink from the water fountain. It tastes Okay. I, I leave it on for a second. I get a sip, and it, it's probably a little warm. It tastes a little bad at first. Yeah. I like the stale water fountain water, and I let it run for a second until it cools down, and then I get a drink. Okay. Probably still tastes bad, but... It tastes okay. All right, she's not there uh, when you come back to the meeting. Apparently, she didn't get the message. So, just the way it goes. I, I also try and bring her again, I guess, on my way back, just to double check. Okay. Uh, I, I probably would have anyways, just being thorough. Okay. okay. Uh, nope. Nothing there. Yeah. Okay. So I I talked to the. Uh... By the way, uh, I, Ken knows this, but apparently you guys don't know it. Uh, when I make a luck roll, I make whatever I consider to be a nor- you know a nor- what what I think the luck would be on the die. I think would be easier or harder depending on the situation. If you want to confirm it, make it happen, you just spend the Benny mm. to make it happen. Yeah, in this particular case, you have lots of bennies. So yeah, I, I would like to make it happen. I'd like yeah. for her to be at the meeting. Right. So she's at the meeting. Okay, great. One of your messages got through. 
All right. Fantastic. So, so she's sitting there, and uh, she's this um, uh, uh, petite little blonde uh, with uh, straight blonde hair, almost Reese. a page boy thing around her head. Reese Witherspoon or... Um, More like Reese Witherspoon. Or Brittany Murphy. And I don't know Brittany Murphy well enough. No. Definitely, yeah. Shorter, but, long hair. Short. It's just like, you know, let's say it's just like a page boy thing and it goes down. Oh, know. Ellen. Yeah. Yes, Ellen. Sure. Ellen DeGeneres. DeGeneres, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, Anyways, so, uh, so I, she does, I mean, she, she doesn't look unfeminine. Matter of fact, she looks very feminine. Uh, Ellen's but, wife. But she also, <laughs> has, she also has a pair of black um, uh, glasses on, uh, which is interesting because nobody has bad eyesight. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously an affectation, um, and um, and she's wearing uh, an angora sweater and uh, a pair of um, uh, uh, white painter's pants. Okay, uh, I say uh, hello. You must be Jamie Goldman. Uh, I must. I says I, must I reach be. out to shake her hand. So it says. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, it's what it says on my uh, student ID card. And who, who, and who am I? And whose hand am I shaking? Uh, my name is Officer Dan McCoy. You may have uh, heard the name before. Maybe you haven't. No. Uh, did you arrest me? Oh, no. Uh, officer, <laughs> officer, officer in a previous life. I, oh, I, I keep okay. the title as a, uh, uh, a sign of remembrance. In an honorarium. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's a cop? Always a cop, right? Absolutely. Uh, Brothers in Blue. Yeah. Um, I uh, actually share the the single page uh, from the that I gave to Sam originally. Mm. And I say I have a book full cover to cover uh, with this style of uh, encrypted information. Okay. Uh, of course, it's a van- very manual uh, encryption, um, but we have uh, broken the code. And oh, as there are hundreds of pages like this, uh, we're looking for a more automated fashion than you know thirty to f- thirty to sixty minutes per page to translate. Uh, this would probably be um, programmatically possible. Uh, what little research I've been able to do does show that. Uh, you know, data entry is, of course, going to be the, the longer point in terms of the time used, but given that it's all uh, numbers, mm-hmm. you know, 0 through 9, uh, shouldn't be incredibly uh, difficult to do, um, just from a typing perspective. Um, but I'm curious what your thoughts are on this, how you, how you would like to approach it. And um, Jamie, as I, I mentioned to um, Professor Lane, uh, as well, I feel like this sort of uh, project, given the sensitive uh, material um, that is being translated, as we've translated the first few pages by hand, uh, would be something that would bring a, a great bit of notoriety to whoever uh, uncovers and publishes it. And I would like to present the opportunity to you as a member and head of the computer club, and, and perhaps it could help in your endeavors to... Um, get some some more modern equipment to. Bruce, do you have a list of with? edges that you're using that are not in the book for fringe worthy? Um, yes, um, it's it's the one in, it's in the fringe worthy uh, player's guide. 
So I, I, present, I present this offer, and I, I say I've, I've okay. also spoke with uh, Professor Lane to see if this is something maybe, um, you know, the university would like as an official project. Or, right. Uh, but, I, but I've asked you here as well as I think it may be something you're interested in as a uh, side project to maybe either raise some funds or um, awareness. Okay. Um, she says, uh, well, that's, uh, I, she says, uh, she looks at the uh, professor, he says, well, you know, I have, um, uh, that I, I have a, an iPod, you know, um, with optical. So, uh, but you also know that the club charges the university for use of it. So it's up to you whether you want to do that or not, or you just want to have some first year schlubs, uh, you know, spend a couple, you know, spend some hours typing the, you know, typing this stuff into, uh, 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 into a terminal. So it's, I it's actually, I actually chime in at this point, uh, to her and I say, uh, and as I just mentioned, uh, it is very, uh, sensitive information, uh, that I think could bring a lot of notoriety to the club. Uh, you should know that this is the uh, personal diary of Butcher Boy, um, who is, uh, I'm assuming, known throughout the environment for, you know, mischievous acts in the news. Uh, I, I'm using persuasion to, right. you know, kind of entice them with a, a juicy hook. Uh, and that's a persuasion of six. Okay. Um uh, Professor Oasis looks at you. He says, "He says Butcher Boy, the the one who's under indictment by Hinterpol, the one and only." Over. <laughs> and, and of course, this sort of information could be uh, very valuable, but I'm choosing to uh, release it to the public. Instead, uh, I feel like the campus press may also see some notoriety from this, breaking the story. Um, but more than that, it would bring, you know, uh, I, I feel a great amount of, of renown to the skill uh, of those at the uh, Carnegie Computer Science Division uh, or the Computer Science Club uh, for being able to successfully decrypt uh, the code. Well, if it's uh, uh, he's uh, from what I've read, uh, uh, he's the uh, center of a very large criminal network and a very vicious criminal network. Uh, are you sure uh, you want to get involved in this? She looks at you. I wouldn't be here if I wasn't, and and I share page. One of the code and page one of the translation, mm-hmm. um, just showing kind of the side by side. I say, and this goes on for several hundred pages, dealing to just recently, um, within the last week and a half. Okay. All right. Uh, well, considering that you said that, um, I. And I'm sure. And actually, that let me let me bend my roll to see if maybe I can just do better on the persuasion. Uh, that's not going to do it. 
Um, so, all right. So, but uh, so Oasis, uh, Professor Oasis says, look, um, I think it's probably important to uh, get this done as quickly as possible in one lump. So we'll pay your price, okay? As long, but you know, he says, I, I want that file first thing in the morning. She says, okay, it's a deal. Shake hands. Says, uh, uh, in the meantime, uh, he says, I'll, I'll put uh, uh, my uh, lead programmer, Kevin, to uh, writing the code part of it. And okay. Kevin is, is, is one of the names of one of the guys that the Professor Trent told you about, the one of the ones he works with. Mm. So it sounds like you've got you know, some good people working for you. All right. Um, so I the, the actual uh, using a file. Uh, it should, you should probably have uh, uh, depending, assuming that Kevin doesn't run any problems. Uh, you should have this uh, translated uh, by uh, noon tomorrow. So I um, is Kevin available for this meeting or where, where is Kevin in this? Kevin's probably over in the computer lab. Uh, I say, do you, I say, do you have the ability to call a, a quick um, meeting to get Kevin in here so we can cover the algorithm? Well, we'll just see if he's here. Uh, picks up the phone, calls us. Says, uh, "This, this is Professor Oasis. Is, uh, uh, I should say, this is Lane. Professor <laughs> Professor Lane. Uh, is is Kevin there? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, uh, tell him that uh, uh, Doom is not an appropriate game to be played on." Uh, on, on the campus computers, and how the hell did he get that to work on 1950s technology? Tell me later. Tell me, I want him here right now. I'm surprised it's not <laughs> Wolfenstein. Duke Nukem 3D. I think that would definitely pr- kill the uh, uh, kill the computer. Anyways. So when when Kevin arrives, I just kind of uh, I provide Kevin with. Um, page one that's written down, mm-hmm. the translation, uh-huh. a, um, I, I pull up a picture on my phone just showing the Morse code, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm sure is publicly available as well, um, and I describe in depth the algorithm um, mm-hmm. that was, you know, I pull out my sheet of paper from Sam, uh, and I say, you know, what you're going to want to do is there are light light numbers and dark numbers, Um you know, the big and small ones on, on this sheet. But what you're going to do is when a number is entered, you basically, you know, do a lookup. If it's above a value, you subtract, you blah, blah, blah. And then you get the value on here for Morse code, which is going to turn into a, a letter. Um, yeah. You know, this is a very painstakingly long process to do by hand. Yeah, um, I imagine. But what we're looking for is a, a way to... Um, Feed, feed data to it, yeah. um, feed, feed in a string of information, which I'll be working with Jamie to, to make sure that she, she has everything she needs to get this data together. Mm-hmm. But when it's fed in, uh, it just needs to turn into output that will look like this. And I give him page one. Um, as, the, uh, uh, as I'm sure you can tell since you were called in um, by, by Professor Lane, um, you know, this is a very pressing uh, project, and mm-hmm. you know it'll bring a, a great bit of notoriety to the school as well. But yeah. uh, do know that you know what you're translating. It 
It will result in some fairly graphic information about uh, Butcher Boy, who was wanted by Interpol. So, yeah, uh, Butcher Boy. Yeah, like, yeah. You know I, I, don't know. don't worry about it, uh, Kevin. It's just 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 do the work. He's probably, he's probably pasty as hell. He probably well, he probably knows who Interpol is. So yeah, he I, does. I, he does. You know, you know, uh, one the Jabberwocky wanted by Interpol. Oh. And, you know, okay. they say, oh, it's only wanted by Interpol. So it's you know, whether he knows the person or not, it may okay. be. All right. Uh, he goes and says, All right. you, I say, do you need anything else? Yeah, I, I need. I, I'm going to need to to basically copy down an entire page. I hand him that, and I say, this is an entire page. I show him page, page. Okay. I leave the copy I have. All right, that's, that's fine. With that's him. fine. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's written down notes on, on what he needs to do. He's got the, he's got the uh, key written down. Mm-hmm. got the, you know, the page. He says, okay, fine. You know, I don't see any problem. He says, I'll, you know, I'll write it in the, um, um, I'll write in Fortran. It's easy. Excellent. And, and when you feed in this this page, you're going to get out exactly this page. So as long as you're getting the same uh, as what we have here, uh, we, it should work with the whole file. So in other words, you're giving him the translation. Too. I'm giving him page one of translation, page one of non-translation. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, great. I'll, I'll definitely uh, check that. It's possible that there's variances further on in the file that you don't not aware of. Uh, but we'll just have to deal with that when we run into them. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, well, we and, also checked the last page. So it doesn't look like anything's changed, at least between he's, he's, the... And he, uh, he says, so, um, all right, so who's preparing the file? And, uh, and Lane says, it's, uh, uh, so Jamie's uh, going to uh, OC it, uh, OCR it. And he says, well, you know, there's, you know, there's still a uh, 1% failure rate on that. He says, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, and, and you know that that's going to cause problems. So um, well, we may have a couple words that don't come out proper. Well, it, it depends on whether or not it's, it's you know, what uh, it, I'm, I'm going to have to put bad data into the program and the test and, and to test it to see what happens whenever this code runs into bad data because I might run into it. So. But with the only bad data should be non-alphanumeric characters. No, it's possible that, for example, an eight could come across as a zero. For example, you know, just an optical character recognition. Is but wouldn't the, that just make the Morse code come out as something different? Like rather than coming out through as an A in the end, it would come through it, as a It depends Z. on it depends on whether or not there's a progression. It could cause. Um, you know, it, it could cause a, a minor. Uh, hopefully, it just causes a minor problem where you end up with a word that becomes gobbledygook. Okay, uh, in, in the worst case, it could actually cause an entire line to become gobbledygook. So you know, it makes uh, complete complete sense. So um, I'll, I'll trust you and uh, know know that you'll you'll get it done. We'll yeah, we'll talk more tomorrow. Well, you, you apparently want this right away. You know, because the professor says I got to turn it in by noon tomorrow. So what I'm saying though is, is that um, if you uh, later on want to uh, uh, spend a little bit more time and a little bit more money, um, I could improve the program by uh, providing hints, such as 
you know, if the word isn't found in a dictionary, uh, then try alternatives. And if it comes up with a word that makes more sense, then, you know... Then well, it may just be better to uh, use the OCR method and then have somebody go through line by line and make sure it's the same. Just pay somebody to make sure that the file is correct that, well, that you're given. Uh, you seems, might, seems better than all... You might as well just type it in, then. Well, I mean... You have some, if you're going to put someone's eyes on it like that, you know... But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to take... Because uh, it's going to take the same amount of time to look at it as it is to type it in. Mm, close to. I think yeah. this is a, a little faster. You can maybe look at an entire line. You know, ten characters, they're the same ten. Yeah. Ten characters, same ten. Well... You know, if you do it in blocks... I'm just telling you this... Uh, that my experience with OCR is is that uh, it's it's uh, it's a great time saver uh, as long as uh, the information doesn't have to be too exact. Uh, well, how about this? I, would, I, want, I wouldn't want to use it for any scientific translation. Well, how about this? Uh, since all three of us are here, the the ones that are you know four of us are here that need to be involved in the project, um, and nobody else is going to be involved, presumably, professor. Um, as far as costs are concerned, I do know that you often have people from the community come to you for similar work. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something I, I would like to have released via the campus press to bring some notoriety and fame to the computer sciences department, the computer club, and, of course, the university itself. Um, I'm not sure what sort of pricing we're looking at for that versus, say, a typical community project. Well, it's... Where someone comes in to, you know, use it for their own purposes. Yeah. Um, So you're saying that the material that we're translating will be freely available for us to use as we please? Absolutely. In fact, um, I I would like to... She reaches over and pulls out a sheet of paper that says exactly... Says it's a full full release of of, of information (laughs) <laughs> not just not just a full release of information, though. I'm suggesting that you would have a break on the story, uh, opposed to it just being also available through the campus press. So it's something that may be a little different because this is a uh, right, but, but a, a project I'm bringing that I feel would be to establish the fact that this information is 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 being really um, is uh, uh, fully released by you. To, to the university. Absolutely. The university would have full full rights to it, right, but I'm I'm making sure that you know that this is a, a project I could simply, of course, pay to have translated and keep to myself, or um, have translated and have the campus provide a, a release. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, uh, well, um, yes, I, I understand that. I just, I just need you to sign right here. Well, I'd like to see the costs first. Oh, okay. Um... The uh, 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 the costs uh, are going to be um, the, the normal data entry cost is um, uh, one uh, 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 one New Pittsburgh do- uh, dollar an hour, um, and uh, based upon the number of pages here. Uh, That would be um, so. Uh, 
six. So that's going to be seven. Um, seven for the data entry. Um, is that for manual data entry or OCR? That's the manual data entry. Okay. Uh, we are absorbing the OCR cost. Well, what would OCR cost be hypothetically? I'd like it priced both ways, just in uh, case. Yeah. Uh, you um, seem very... Um, it would be 20. Very keen for me to simply sign without talking through anything. So No, no. I'm, I'm just making good. sure that uh, I understand how things are priced both ways. Yeah. Um, it would be 20. Um uh, is what she's char- uh, her normal charge for OCR is twenty. Okay. Okay. And um, uh, but we are absorbing the other thirteen. That's really none of your concern. It's just something we're doing in- internally. Um, the uh, 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 Kevin's computer time is uh, uh, four uh, uh, dollars an hour. Okay. And we're expecting this to run how long, Kevin? He, and he says it's going to it's going to be a good 8 hours. So that's 32. And it's a straight 100 for the computer time. So that's a total of 139. Okay, so it's 139 uh, and what is it for just a regular community price? That is the, the regular community price. And what is it for the full uh, release of information price? Uh, well, we can't really uh, we can't determine it at this point. Uh, it's just simply that it, it's uh, it's best for everybody if information is free. I just we, it's a legal requirement we have to do to get for you oh. to sign that. Okay. Well, okay. you have my uh, personal. Uh, we may uh, we may be able to recoup um, some of this cost um, after you know uh, a, after we see how it's used. Uh, if it's if it was for example if it was given to uh, a newspaper or some government agency, there might be a um, a, a reward or remuneration mm. for that. Um, and of course, we would seek that. Um, uh, well, what, I, what I'd like to do then is I would like to uh, let you know I will make this information available to you and your department, um, but not as a freely available piece of information. I'll absorb the OCR cost myself. Um, so make it the uh, 139 plus 13, so 152. Um, so you want to make this a private project? Uh, I'd like to make this a private project. Um, okay. I'll pay you the 152, but... Uh, I would like to afterwards make this information available to you and your department um, just from a um, legal angle. I, I don't feel comfortable simply uh, signing it over with no guarantee that anything will be done with it or not. Uh, it's very important information to me. Yeah, this is um, your information, sir. We're you know we're not in, uh, we're we're not a, 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 we're not legally bound. To not release it anywhere, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just providing a service. Certainly, uh, no. I, I and understand and however, appreciate that. Uh, it is the policy of of this of our department, uh, especially in regards to any of this kind of work, to get a sign off. To well, to to basically not talk about it. You know, it's understood. Yeah, um, it, it all uh, you know all uh, you know fi- all files. And everything else that's used on the university is owned by the university. Therefore, you know, taking these files out of the university without permission is is a crime. It's considered theft. Um, 
I, I'm saying that so that, as far as your idea of the security of your files. Absolutely. Uh, it is our policy in private things. If you wish to delete all files um, after we're done, or we can keep them and archive them for a very small fee. Yes, sir. Oh, I got to go. <laughs> Sorry. That's for Kate Steele's bodyguard. Okay. All right. One guy. All right, so um, I'm going to agree to that 152, and I'm going to work with Jamie to be there while she's, you know, OCRing the pages. Okay. I, don't, I don't really want to leave uh, custody keep, of the... You want to hold on to the book. I would like to be in the proximity of the book to make sure it's not just like, she turns up dead somewhere on the campus. It could happen. It could, but I mean, I'd like to be there with her, mm-hmm. um, you know... Every step of the way as she's OCRing it, and then I'd like the book back in my physical possession. Okay. Yo, brothers, this was the Tri Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at Tri Tech Games. And if you don't, We'll be having your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers. Hi, this is Trav of the Travcast, Hour 3 of Blind Wolf's Rubber Room Association on DementiaRadio.org, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern.